Cheers, boyos. Cheers, boys. Cheers. <sighs> Hello and welcome to On Uh Most of the boys are back this week. I've got Peppy and Monkey on my left. Uh, no Macca today. Uh, Parent teacher interviews. <coughs> congratulations. Parent or teacher? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of both. <laughs> yeah. Teacher in this game. The blind leading the blind. <laughs> uh, congratulations <laughs> to Peppy's in order. He got married on the weekend, joined the club. That's congratulations. The Where's, you. Where's your ring, bro? Uh, it's over there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. uh, welcome to the club. Uh, join us. Well, join me and the other one in the end, desperately trying to avoid it. Um, I wouldn't say desperately, but... Very desperately. Very desperately. (laughs) probably on the horizon, let's be honest. (laughs) Let's be honest. So, uh, On the Esky is a sports podcast. Uh, We've got a massive show planned, a lot of cricket. Uh, Heaps of cricket. There's Australia versus New Zealand, the T20. There's the IPL auction. There's England and India in their series. Of course, more Shield cricket. Uh, then we're two weeks out from the NRL kickoff. There's four weeks left from the AFL kickoff. Then we've got the All Star game coming up in the NBA, and the teams have just been announced. Mm-hmm. There's Champions League round of 16 continuing as well. The Aussie Open finished up last week, and more golf. Yep, more golf tournaments. But I think plus, the, plus yeah. some assorted sports thrown in there. Yeah, so I think some mm-hmm. of the things we're going to look at uh, cricket-wise is we definitely want to see who the winners and losers were throughout the IPL auction. Uh, we're going to have a look at the South African cricket team and would they be the best cricketing nation if they retained all their players that didn't bugger off and go elsewhere? Uh, is it Aaron Finch in danger of losing his spot in the T20 team? If you're in my camp, it's a definite yes. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> Plus the weekly roundup of, like Peppy said, everything else, all the other sports going on around the world that we like to follow and like to talk about. Mm. So I guess I think the main Again, the main story, the main series going on at the moment is the cricket as we're just into India versus England day two and Root has just got his second wicket. Yeah, he's, two, he's two for none from two, two overs. overs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, India are currently 125 for seven if you want to sync up. That's where we are roughly to start this podcast. So we're about an yeah. hour into the first session of day two. The start of the session, India right on top. Uh, they're about three for 99 chasing uh England's 112 they made, so they do have a lead here, but England's really pinning this back. It's looking like a better and better game uh, as each minute goes on. Yeah, we're worried that, you know, India could have put 300 on them here, taking a nice commanding lead going yeah, into Yeah, it looked like it at the start of the yeah. day's play. But yeah, Sharma yeah. looked like he was in good nick, but mm-hmm. obviously day two, the restart of day two has changed everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Well, I think the English team, they brought more of the spinners in, I think. Uh, Anderson and Broad bowled a lot yesterday, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, getting Lynch and Root yeah, <laughs> involved. Le- Leach and yeah, Joe, Joe Root's looking the goods here at the moment. Do you uh, want to run us through what happened yesterday? Yeah, so let's go back to before the start of play. I think one of the interesting things to note is we're watching cricket in the world's biggest cricket stadium. Oh, it's a lovely stadium too. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been uh, renovated, well, knocked down actually completely and, and rebuilt from the ground up. Uh, for the last five years, I think the last international cricket here in Ahmedabad was in 2014 or 15. Uh, this reconstructed stadium now seats 110,000, uh, making it the biggest cricket venue in the world, uh, superseding the MCG. Yep. It's been renamed the Nahendra Modi Stadium after the current Indian Prime Minister, uh, previously the Sardel Patel mm-hmm. Stadium. I was wondering oh, what the Indians <laughs> would think. I'd love for anyone to get us in the comments uh, if you'd. If you do like a prime minister getting, uh, you know, uh, the the name uh, of a cricket ground 
named after him whilst he's in office. Yeah. Quite quite unusual, yeah, I would well, have thought. Did you see the start of this match? He he was on the sidelines, came down the sidelines, and they walked him through and showed mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. all the teams greeted him. Coley was the master of ceremonies. You showed yeah, him right. yeah. introducing the team. Yeah. Uh, so it was interesting. He had you know his full entourage with him yeah. on the side of the pitch. But so, so they had the most yeah, popular right. man in India and the Prime Minister. Yep. <laughs> By far. <laughs> so it, it put it into context, context like this. Imagine if a stadium was opened here and they called it the Scott Morrison Stadium. The ScoMo. The ScoMo. It'd be, there'd be a bit of an uproar, you'd think. Oh, you never know. The Sharkies in the Shire. There's a new name for you. Maybe. ScoMo, if you're listening. Maybe we go for former Prime Ministers, Big Malcolm Turnbull. Oh, well, Bob Hawke Stadium, though. That'll go down well. That'll, yeah. Yeah. That would go yeah, down well. Yeah, well, Hawthorne being the Hawks team, like. For Bob Hawks, you reckon? <laughs> well, yeah, well, the Hawks playing in, at Bob Hawk, so. Yeah, this is dirt. <laughs> anyway, back to Indian cricket. <laughs> Anyways, it's the biggest cricket, biggest cricket ground in the world now, 110,000. 50% uh, seating capacity for this game, so there's mm-hmm. about 55,000 in there. And boy, you could hear them yesterday. That oh, they're very vocal. Very uh, Unreal, really. Uh, England wins the toss. Uh, they elect a bat. Uh, the ball was doing a little bit early on. We haven't. It, it is a pink ball test. It's a day nighter. Uh, hence the late start for us uh, here. It's nine pm uh, in Canberra. Uh, it's only the day's play only just underway in Ahmedabad. Uh, mm-hmm. That ball was hooping. Uh, Sharma and Boomerang had it moving in all directions, and the pitch was a lot was staying low. There was a few that were mm-hmm. you know double or, or triple bouncing through to Rishabh mm-hmm. Punt uh, behind the stumps there. Uh, Dom Sibley, unfortunately, he schnicked up to Ishant Sharma in the third over. Uh, Ishant playing his 100th test, if uh, you wouldn't mind just having a look at his numbers there for us, Monks. And uh, then after that sort of first six, seven overs where the ball was hooping around, it just started looking like Chennai. And mm. uh, the I think the same as they bowled 11 overs total and it was all Akshar Patel and Ravi Ashwin. And as I mm. speak... Joe, Joe Root third. has gone to three for none. <laughs> so uh, we we covered the Indian collapse uh, when they made 36 live on the Esky uh, a few months ago. We're seeing another one uh, happen here. Obviously, they're on 125, a little bit different, but interesting to see it happen live on air. Um, yeah, so the spinners, Akshar Patel, uh, he had an absolute day. He trapped Bairstow. Did anyone see the Bairstow review? Oh, the greatest! It's a Shane Watson review that yeah, one. I think even Shane Watson would have walked on that. That that was horrendous. Yeah, I'm that, not sure if he thought yeah, right. maybe I'd hit the ball, but he hit the inside of his pads, or he oh, thought I think that's exactly maybe it had more bounce and was going over the stumps. But yeah. I, oh, first right, yeah. look at the replay, it was like, uh, yeah, I'm out. That's plum. That's yeah. very plum. Yeah, I think I think he thought he might have hit the ball and obviously caught the uh, corner of his pad there. Uh, have you got Ishant Sharma's numbers there after 100 tests? He he must have 300-odd yep. test wickets. Yes, if not more. I've got it right in front of me and I can't find it. Uh, 302. 302. This is off 99. So, yeah, so, so the last games yeah. doesn't include the one that he got yesterday. Yep. So, yeah, in that 300 clump, it's uh, pretty... You know, uh, exclusive club. And I, I didn't actually re- – obviously, he's been around a long time. I didn't realise he'd actually played that many tests. So, shout out to Ishan yeah. Sharma. They sometimes call him the Indian Peps, you know, big, long, wrong dog <laughs> rolling in. Wish I could bowl as well as he does. But uh, He did – He part of that uh, Prime Minister presentation yesterday, he did get a, a cap. Well, the the Indian equivalent of the baggy greener. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, 
Don't know. <laughs> well, that's that's something for us to get. Yeah. Or what, what do you call the Indian test cat, cat. if anyone yeah. wants to let us know yeah. in the comments? Uh, but got that in a nice case and he got something else. I just can't remember the top end, but mm-hmm. both presented to him by the Prime Minister, mm-hmm. which I th- would I guess it would be a very special moment for him. Yeah, for to sure. To have, you know, be that, you know, 100 tests get presented with those um, items mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. for him. So debuted for India when he was 18 years old. Yeah, against Australia, I feel mm-hmm. like it might have been. Uh, uh, it was against Bangladesh. Bangladesh, um, but I remember him playing well, against yeah. us as a 19 year old. Yeah, or yeah. very young. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so when was that? It must have been 2007. Yeah, yep. mm, there you go. Ishan Sharma put together quite a test career. Mm. Uh, so at that stage, after the Besto garbage review, they were about two for 27. Zach Crawley and Joe Root, they tried to steady the ship. They put on about 47 yep. uh, before Root mm. got trapped by Ashwin. Uh, Crawley dis- departed not long after that. Uh, he's trapped by uh, Akshar Patel for 53. He, uh, it was a good quick knock for him. Yeah. So like yeah, back look, in the side, like he was the only one that looked kind of comfortable in the start of this. Yeah, well, you take away his 53 and England's doozy there for 60, aren't yes, they? Yes, so, yeah. yeah, really uh, good, important knock there from Zach Crawley. Mm. Uh, so they were three for 80 before uh, he departed and then they ended up losing seven for 32. So a, a massive, massive collapse there. Uh, that, did you say that Ashram ball that got Ollie Pope? Oh, maybe. So he was bowling. But, yeah. oh, he was bowling his offies around the wicket, and most of them jarring back in uh, to yeah. to the right hander, and um, and then he just got one just to straighten up a little bit, and just mm. took the top of his off off bail, and it was a it was a really nice seed that one. Actually, I think I did see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Stokes went uh, to a sort of a uh, the ball stayed a little bit low from Patel, and that just ensured that England would be done cheaply. Um, they managed 112. Um, they, I think the only th- point I would like to make from the, the end of that innings was that, that Stuart Broad dismissal, given the situations. That, did you see that? He, he he went to sweep the ball and just put it straight down deep square leg's throat. Um, he did, yeah. Broad, Broad's reasonably handy with the bat. He, he could have hung around a little bit longer. I suppose, you know, he's not in – he's not – there to, to score runs, so maybe that was going through his head, but seemed like a little bit of a silly dismissal to me at the test mm. level. Uh, and Akshar Patel in his second test <laughs> finished up with six for 38. Uh, it's pretty unreal. And Ravi Ashwin chipped in with uh, three for 26 himself. Definitely getting a turn, Patel. Yeah, that's good. But well, well, the thing was, we'll, we'll talk it, about the pitch in a second. <laughs> yeah, well, they're getting it. T- turning but then the wickets came off balls that they were straightening up yeah that's right yeah. and sometimes when you're playing you've got to play for the turn and it's you know some of those ones that straighten can can get you when you're playing for the spin yep. but yeah a few landmines out there for a day one <laughs> so <laughs> wicket that's for sure was archer third or fourth highest run scorer for england uh you got it there I crawley was one uh, root was two so crawley got 57 root got 17, 17. 53 wasn't got it for crawley sorry yeah uh, folks got 12 and then, yeah, Archer got 11. Yeah, yeah. so well, it doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help when you're opener and you're number three, uh, both get ducks. Ducks, And yeah. then, yeah, not much yeah. from the English middle order. Something yeah. I was saying to you boys during the week, obviously we've seen Joe Root, uh, you know, being in absolutely phenomenal form over the mm. last sort of six to 12 months in the test arena. It seems to me if he doesn't make runs – that England can be a little bit susceptible. And then on top of that, if he doesn't make runs and Stokes doesn't make runs, that that top three just, I don't know, they don't really look like a world-class top three. I think they're all averaging in the mid-30s, 
Be- mm. I know Bairstow averages about 35. Yeah, well, uh, it was Bairstow's first match back in same for Crawley. And so they had a new mm. opening part- yeah. partnership and Crawley looked like he pretty solid. There was a good ad of 50. Yeah. Bairstow, yeah, still um, – Bairstow, sorry, he still looks like he may be a bit out of sorts. He doesn't look like a number three. No. He doesn't look like a number three. And <clears throat> we've spoken about it before on the Esky uh, when you, you, know, you go back five – to 15 years in English cricket, where it was Alastair Cook and uh, Andrew Strauss and mm. Triscothic before him. Mm-hmm. That was it. Was just pick and stick. Your your openers or your top three just sort of just sort of pick themselves. And the last five or so years since uh, since the retirement of Cook, I think it's been less than that, maybe three years since Alastair Cook retired, just been an absolute carousel in the top three of the English batting order. Yeah. Uh, middle order sort of pick, you know. With Stokes and Root, um, they sort of pick themselves. Whoever bats five uh, yeah, or well, six has to be considered. That's what we're talking about. Like for them, the world class bats, like the the top batsmen, compared to the others around the world, is like Root's one, and then Stokes is a solid maybe. Like he's probably probably pretty close to that. But yeah, yeah. And then outside of that, no one's really world class, are they? No. And it showed. It really did show yesterday. So India, uh, they finished uh, stumps day one, three for 99. Uh, Shubman Gill was the first to go. He towed a pull shot off Jofra and Jofra Archer, you know, with that that short run up and that bounce that he that he mm. gets, he, he gets a lot of wickets like that where the ball just gets onto the bat a little bit quicker than the batsman's suspecting. The brick wall, Pajara, he got trapped by uh, by Jack Leach. And then uh, Coley was speaking about it last week. He uh, continues his... Uh, Hundred drought, drought. Yeah, yeah he, he he was yeah. looking okay before he chopped on off Leach for twenty seven. Uh, that must be thirty five uh, international innings now yep. without a hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm sure he doesn't feel any pressure. He's you know he's as we said one of the best cricketers of all time. He's yeah. not in the same position Aaron Finch is. And yeah, well, we <laughs> shall get to Aaron Finch <laughs> shortly. But obviously, Coley would love a. Uh, International ton. Uh, yes. I'm sure we won't be waiting too much longer to see that. Just an interesting point there. Uh, mm-hmm. Rohit Sharma, Mako, I hope you're listening. Uh, you are calling for his axing. Yeah. Um, Your favourite Indian cricket player. Before the second <laughs> test, he went out and made a good ton uh, last last test and he was 57 not overnight batting there with Rahane since then a lot has happened it's yes. sort of all in uh, been unfolding <laughs> lost five since then unfolding in front of us yeah, yeah so they were 3 for 99 they're currently 8 for 126 quick mass quick mass that's uh that's uh, 5 5 for 27 that they've lost uh since since stumps uh yesterday so England well and truly back into this game mm. and we've got a test on our hands don't we yeah did um, yeah. Leach and Root open the bowling today. Uh, no, Jimmy Anderson had, had, had one. J- Jimmy Anderson had it early, and we were we were just setting up, so we didn't have that. I imagine it was Anderson and, and Archer, yeah, but they've been get yeah, a few, but yeah, these going, two have been dominating. Yeah, been going the last oh, six or seven overs since we've had it on. It's definitely been Jack Leach and Joe Root uh, going at it, and yeah, you'd imagine the way that this deck's playing, they they try and finish up the last two. Indian wickets here. Yeah, I'd say fairly quickly and uh, we'll have England back in for a bat on day two for the second innings. Already. Yeah, well, it doesn't look like there's a cloud <laughs> yeah. in the sky, so they'll probably get a result here after three three days, yeah. you'd think. So let's let's talk about the pitch and then we'll go to the World Championship. Mm-hmm. Can so you bring up those World Championship, what needs to happen? I know we spoke about it last yeah. time. I would love a refresher on that. Yeah, got that right here. Beautiful. So what, what are your thoughts on the pitch, Bebby? Oh, well, 
it it looks horrendous. <laughs> but, but but sometimes you you know you you like to see that that there's something there for the bowlers. Well, uh, if, if you enjoy spin bowling, then it's uh, it's the la- this pitch and last yeah. pitch have been and excellent I mean, for that. We were talking about the other week about how they obviously prepare the pitch for their own bowl- team's bowlers. So you might you might have said a lot of people saying <laughs> that, Mikey, but it don't, but uh, look, both teams have to bat on it, and the yeah, yeah the English spinners, even if it is Joe Joe Root uh, rolling <laughs> that rolling his arm over, yeah. are benefiting from it. Yeah, I'm well, not saying it's a bad pitch. It's just that's how they've turned that's, the pitch. That's, yeah, that's how that's how yeah. they've they've. Uh, but you look at both bowling ends and how quickly they the dust was just kicking up and they just mm. fell apart. Mm. You'd think mm. you'd probably want that to hold, uh, maybe into day two or three, not after ten overs mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it's kind of completely fallen apart. Where it's a, it's a you know it's a very dusty track. Well, yeah. Well, look, we're not even into four sessions in this test match and there's eighteen wickets taken. So to, if this goes past day three, it'll be a, it'll be a miracle. Yeah, at this and, rate. Yeah, and. For for the neutral viewer, you probably you know you just want to see more cricket, don't you? But mm. it is it is nice to see different conditions. It's not like the old Adelaide ovals or um, yeah, it's not a fast well, bouncy track as much. Yeah, well, there's well, a little bit of bounce and a little bit of up and down. Well, you remember, you remember gro- heavy spin. Remember growing up mm. watching Aussie summers and whoever won the toss would go out and bat in Brisbane or or Adelaide and score five hundred and bat for two days, <laughs> and it's just a very different form of Test cricket, and that's why we love. Uh, you know the test format. Yeah, that's pro- why we probably, yeah. probably the most uh, because there is these little you know intricacies between between the wickets and the way that the test match un- unfolds is completely different. Uh, just yeah, due to the state of the pitch. Yeah, you, you do think on day one it is a little bit much. That's that's my personal opinion. I'd, I'd like to see the batsmen have a little bit more hope. Uh, yeah. than I, I would have liked to see. The pitch on day one be a bit harder, so yeah, it stays together and then and, and just and just a little today bit, then start breaking away. Like just a little bit more consistent as well. You, yeah. you know, you saw when Sharma and Boomer had that new pink ball yesterday, and the and the inconsistency in the bounce. Mm. You know, some some were going up to Pant's throat, and then others that had pitched in the exact same spot were double bouncing, dribbling through to him. That's that's pretty hard to bat on as a, as an opener, and it's a, you know the first ten overs of a, of a test match. Yeah. Mm. So I get my final quest was going to be uh, the English side because mm. they've got one specialist spinner mm-hmm. and then we've got Root throwing down his half trackers. Doesn't matter, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Root's three for four in his fourth, we, we know, fourth over. Uh, we know Harley couldn't be in the team because he's gone home for mm-hmm. two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Bess is the only other option, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Why, mm-hmm. why isn't Bess staying in the team? Why would you go with Broad, Archer and Anderson? I think maybe they were thinking maybe they were thinking pink ball swing a bit night time mm. might swing a bit more under the lights and the ball was mm. hooping uh, yeah, to, you know to start off both both of these innings that's probably the thinking there um, and then they they haven't haven't made the wrong decision they've got True. they've got India eight for one hundred and thirty here uh, they should have them cleaned up you know for less than one hundred and fifty one hundred fifty oh. excuse me Ashwin's uh, going to hit another ton here. <laughs> I'm sure the Indian fans will love it. Really nice knock last test. Uh, yeah, that, but sometimes you can get away with your your part timers yeah. like like a Joe Root. I know Michael Clark had a lot of success bowling in India. Uh, I'm sure if we you know, that maybe that can be a little bit of uh, homework for us if we go through some of the part time spinners that have had really nice success uh, in the subcontinent. Uh, sometimes you you don't have to go that extra spin specialist spinner, and it so far so good uh, for the. For the Poms, they should get yeah. out of this only 30 or 40 behind. Yeah, definitely. 
Anyways, I think that wraps up as much as we can talk about from what's happened. Obviously, this game's going to continue live during this podcast. Yeah, in the background and we'll update it throughout. That's right. If there's any uh, wickets or anything of note, we'll mention it and we'll be something uh, that we'll discuss on the next podcast uh, in wrapping up uh, the third test. Uh, The last thing is, uh, I suppose, the implications for Australia. Uh, We did speak about it last time on the Esky. Essentially, we need, like, a uh, as an Aussie fan, a pretty close test match. Can you just run us through the results there yeah. and what happens there? Jim? From from memory, from memory, memory, yeah, from a trip, memory, a trip down memory lane. Uh, England, <laughs> England needed to dominate. Yes, so yeah, if they don't win this test, yeah, they got to win three one from here. Uh huh. So they yeah. got to win the next this one and the next two. Have, no, no, no. So this is, there's only four oh. tests. So so they England, have to win this one. England and the has next to win. Yeah, yeah both tests. Yeah. So if they lose this, they they're done. They're done. Yep. They can't play in uh, the match at Lords in June. Yep. What does India need to do? They need to win this one and then not lose. Yes. Yep. Yep. So uh, so two one or three one gets India home. So at this stage, you'd say India are probably the favourites to, uh, to be in this yes. game against New Zealand. Yes. Yeah. And and Australians need to be doing our rain dance. Uh, and because this this game's not going to be a draw. Uh, <laughs> not this way, no. <laughs> uh, unless there's some day after tomorrow type shit that rolls through <laughs> Gujarat uh, the, on, the, yeah. on the western side of India in the next few days, this game's not going to be a draw and then it's going to come down to this fourth um, and final test. And yeah, well, we'd really want England maybe to sneak this one somehow. Yes. Because that then puts Australia very much in the box seat. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But yeah. then if England win the next test, then... then it's back to England, of course. Yeah. Anyway, it's an interesting thing that the ICC has put uh, forward this World Test Championship. It just adds that little bit extra to each test match. And we're on the edge of our seats watching a test, you know, that's going through the middle of the night, our time, over in the subcontinent. Yeah. And always been a cricket fan, but I think it's just added that little bit extra spice. Uh, good on the ICC for uh, making this a part of test cricket. Yeah, well, it's, Definitely. you know, it's, yeah, well, we as Australian fans are now engaged in this series. Besides yeah. the fact that this is actually a really interesting series, yeah. but we're engaged as well because we're like, hey, there's, we still got skin in the game, really, in this. Yeah. Um, besides putting a bet on it, we still got skin in the game on yeah. this. That, hey, we, we want, you know, each team to do well, like go 2 2. That'd be perfect. Uh, we'd like, well, if England can sneak this one and then there's no result in the next one. Uh, then that also works in our favour because that's the options for us. So there's still six outcomes, yep. three of which are in Australia's favour, mm-hmm. but it needs a more of a very close series. Yeah, and and the three that are in Australia's favour, sti- no, numerically, yeah, are, are less statistical, less probable. So a one or yep. that's you can put a scratch through that. Yep, that's, that's that's not happening. That's, gone. that's yeah. not happening. And no, then, not after this test. No. And then unless there's some kind of inclement weather in the fourth yeah. test, there's they get hurricanes in India. I don't think they get hurricanes. They definitely they, they get, mo- they get mo- uh, monsoon. 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 We need a monsoon. That's what they, we need. Uh, I imagine <laughs> I it's, think it's the wrong season. time of year. Yeah. <laughs> if any of, any of our Indian fans want to let us hey, know, hey, it's snowing in uh, Texas. So. How, how it works? Uh, I do know Ahmedabad is is a little bit more inland, uh, say than Chennai. Yeah. Um, so Matt, I don't know if it's drier. I'm not a meteorologist here. I'm way too ugly to be presenting the, <laughs> the weather at least on a. <laughs> you got the legs for it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's a shame about everything else, but. Um, yeah, yeah, nice and, and slender, no calves. The, 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 <laughs> final, the final point we wanted, we wanted to make was uh, good on the ICC for introducing this thing, uh, this World Test Championship. At first, I thought it might be a little bit gimmicky, but... Yeah, two years it, in the making. We're it, now at the point in. So here it's, here, here yeah. we are. It's, it's we're, interesting. We're staying up in the middle of our night 
um, down here to watch India and England, whereas back in uh, before this was a thing, we might have just checked on our phones the result in the morning. Yeah, true. S- that. Staying in India, uh, there's a little thing called the IPL that happens over there every April. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's only a small series. Yeah, <laughs> in a small league. Yeah, it makes giggle. about five billion dollars a year. Hit so. and giggle. There's a few uh, few dollars that get chucked around. Just, uh, just, just have, a few. Have a look at that aerial shot there of that stadium in Ahmedabad. It, it kind of looks like the G in the way yeah, that it's, 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 it's been built. It's ex, ex, oh my fucking god! It's a excellently designed stadium, mm, mm. and I think they put it up. Yeah, in about four years. So good, uh, good work over there. Um, IPO auction. The first thing I noticed, the difference in the in the contracts, the difference mm. in the paydays mm. is unbelievable. There's guys that mm-hmm. that, and the examples I use, don't get your knickers in a knot because obviously these guys are worth a lot of money. But I'm just going to compare them to other guys that that get paid a whole lot less mm. and possibly deserve a similar amount of money. The first thing I noticed, Rohit Sharma's current current contract, he's on 2.1 million US dollars. Yep. All right, I'm not questioning Rohit Sharma's ability in short form cricket. Mm-hmm. One of the best going around and one of the most accomplished ODI players of all time. Definitely. Stellar um, IPL career. 2.1 million a year for him. Then you get a guy like Chris Lynn, who has been the most dominant guy in the Big Bash over the yeah. last over the last ten years. Hasn't quite had the same success in India in the yeah. IPL. Didn't wasn't the best Big Bash season for him this year. Either. This year, no, and, and and last year I think he was hurt a little bit and too. prone to injury. He's had he's had his yeah. shoulders problems. But I still get your point. Like he he's on two hundred eighty thousand, two hundred eighty thousand. So that's that's eight eight times less than what Rohit Sharma gets. And we've just had an, another wicket. You're joking. It's Joe Root has four <laughs> for fuck all. Yeah. Ashwin <laughs> skied this one straight. Yeah, up. was it a sweep? Uh, we'll run you. Th- Four for five. Joe Root is four for five. You might get five for five. Michelle Pfeiffer here. Five for five from five. Unbelievable scenes. Bowling around the wicket. Ashwin's gone to sweep him. Top edge. Not getting get a huge amount of turn. So this is this is this very similar dismissal to Stuart Broad, Broad the other day in the yeah. same position. You're eight for a hundred a hundred. Yeah, why are you ish? trying to hit this over the fence? Yeah, so. I'll just just try and grind it out a little bit, but maybe that Do you know what it is? He's a tail end batter. Yeah, <laughs> runs, runs, lead runs. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah. get me 100. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Just for me, as a, you know. Don't so, throw your wake it away. Yeah, so, someone with no talent and no uh, concentration yeah. at, at, at any crease that I've ever been at. <laughs> yeah. Play the percentages, play the safe game. Indeed. Tick, yeah. Especially in Test Cricket, tick the runs over. Yeah, it just seems like a little bit of a silly dismissal. Yeah. Very, and very strangely reminiscent of Stuart Broad. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. Uh, coming back to the IPL, so in the comparison, because you'll get to Cummins and Hazelwood in a second. Uh, one of the things to remember, though, is they there's 25 players on a squad, and eight of them are overseas players. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there is a limit, of course. Um, so it's they will. Uh, so for that matter, they will favour locals, mm-hmm. of course. For the you know that's how they build their teams and they build. Um, uh, the you know the franchise the franchise faces the players yep. they want to build say the the club around so that fans can get behind it buy and, jerseys and, and buy pro- all the merchandise etc and probably better for for the fans you know we've we've yep. got Dhoni we've got Sharma we've got Virat exactly yeah so then you know bringing the overseas guy in is it's uh, maybe not a um, you know you're not trying to bring Smith, Steve Smith in to say he's you know the face of the franchise mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It is a little bit mercenary for these guys where they're just, hey, we need – they're role players essentially. Mm. We need you to come in and play a role. 
Uh, great thing for India is they are stacked with batsmen and spinners at the moment. Top, so, top order and spinners. So that's why someone like yeah. Chris Lynn misses out because it's like, well, hey, we're probably going to go with four Indian batters mm-hmm. to, as a, at the top, mm-hmm. um, but we need some reserves in case these guys get hurt or mm-hmm. it's a long mm-hmm. season, they need some mm-hmm. rest. So, yeah, hey, Chris Lynn is a reserve, so great, great uh, reserve, and he's cheap. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but then there's a, th- this next comparison, I suppose, yeah. counters that argument. In the fact that we've got two guys here that are Australian stalwarts, part I, of I would say there is a slight difference, and you know, one's uh, the premier player, and the other one's pretty close. But I'd say he's a step down. Okay, Pat Cummins, two point two million US. Yep. Josh Hazelwood, two hundred eighty thousand US. Cummins getting eight times more than Hazelwood. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Cummins is is a be- is the better cricketer. Yep. Probably in all formats at this mm-hmm. stage. Yep. No hate against Josh Hazelwood there. Excellent, excellent bowler. My looking at that, I think that's fucking crazy that yeah. that Cummins is getting eight times more than Josh Hazelwood. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's just yeah, the the craziness of the IPL contracts and how they work, and it's something that's I've really started to notice over the last few series is the discrepancy in uh, what guys are getting paid. But yeah, it's you know it's it's a it's an in- industry, it's a business, it's a market, and. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, mm. If you uh, compare it to, say, the NBA or the NFL, there's plenty of guys there that are getting eight or ten times yep. what other guys are getting, or if not more. True. There's so, the, there's always your juniormen who are there, the role players, they do some mm. stuff, and then you've got your guys making max contracts. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I, that's all that happens across the sport. Like, it's yeah, just I suppose like, I suppose the difference is, uh, a, you know, a franchise quarterback compared to uh, – Fifth string corner yeah. cornerback. The value we're, we're, to the team. Of, you should, probably should be getting ten or more times than yeah, the well, other guy. We're talking about say we should be shouldn't be crossing sports, but we're talking about like Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Mahomes is getting a hundred mil, and Rodgers is getting a hundred thousand. Like that, yeah, that's a like, similar, yeah, yeah, similar or a hundred mil. It's eight times more. So, okay. so let's let's. I've extracted. I've extracted. You know, I've gone. Way off the range, but that's that's it's similar. Like, yeah, hey, they're similar talents. Yeah, obviously you know, different at the moment you'd, you'd rather blah, blah, blah. Mahomes than Rogers. Rogers yeah. did just win the MVP, but Mahomes younger. You know, yeah. you slightly want to pay Mahomes a bit more. It's it's pretty crazy that there's this discrepancy in the contracts. Don't want to dwell on it too long. Just, yeah. well, just, just an interesting we're, thing. We're bringing noticed. NFL into a cricket chat. Let's, I, let's keep going. I we're not doing that here <laughs> on the end. You're wearing a bloody Denver Broncos. Represent. You got the Bucks hat going. The, uh, the season's finished. Uh, but, yeah, we, we love both sports and why can't we compare them? I do want to mention that Cummins and Hazelwood have both been retained by their respective teams. Yeah, so, so these, these so, are old contracts. Yeah, yeah They're so, not new from this auction. Yeah, so based on... Probably a couple of years. Yeah, that's pass. Sort yeah, of. it's just something that that really caught my eye yeah. when I was well, looking at some of these numbers. I think Steve Smith's probably the, the good example of this of a guy that's had a significant haircut mm. with what he got mm. last year in the auction to what he's getting this year. Uh, but from from my understand, I actually love the auction and how they do this in the RPL. Mm. This is a really interesting way mm-hmm. to set up a season going into mm. it. Mm. Um, but. I, from what I understand is all rounders and quicks were what they teams were preferring to get because they big, like big I time. said like I said they had batters they've got spin bowling they've got great stocks in either one mm-hmm. um, you know fast bowling in India is not developing but it's specialist they've got a few good guys but they well, don't yeah. have a huge amount of stocks like they would yes. compared to say Australia which just churns out fast balls left and right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, of course, Jai Richardson is an example, being one of the, one of the 
lucky guys to get a massive deal out of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let, let's look at some of those quicks. Yeah, so, so obviously, uh, Chris Morris, uh, he got the biggest IPL contract uh, in in this uh, auction, auction. Uh, with Rajasthan Royals. Uh, something that's been really troubling me this week is trying to convert crores to <laughs> US dollars. 16.25 crores, it's about 2.25 million US dollars. Yep. Eclipses Yuvraj Singh's 2015 contract. Here goes number one. He's an all-rounder, as we were speaking about. All-rounders yep. all and quicks. Mm-hmm. Um, Favoured for, for the teams. And top orders, batsmen and specialist spinners, uh, they look for the local talent. Yep. Big Kyle Jamison, six foot eight. Fast bowler, Kiwi. He goes for $2 million US dollars. He's 26. He's only got five 2020s under his belt. He goes to Royal Challengers, Bangalore. Mm-hmm. That's He's the second highest paid guy in this auction. Pretty much unproven um, mm. in any big competitions. Has some excellent Plunkett Shield form. Uh, that's a massive gamble there by Royal yeah. Challengers, Bangalore. It'll be interesting to see if that pays off. Is he playing for New Zealand at the moment? Yeah, he played, he's played in these last two test matches. Uh, didn't do much. I don't think if you don't mind having a look at Cole Jamison there for us, Jim. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, third guy, he's got a bit of a reputation. Glenn Maxwell, the big show. Pockets are cool, 1.95 uh, US dollars. Uh, he also goes to Royal Challenge, Challenges Bangalore. Mm-hmm. Again, all-rounder, big hitting all-rounder. Bowls off spin, but not a specialist spinner. Then there's some young Aussie quicks getting absolutely paid. So yes. Jai Richardson... Uh, he goes fourth uh, in the auction in terms of value. Mm-hmm. 1.9 US dollars to Punjab Kings. He's only 24. Let that sink in. He's he's killing it for a 24-year-old, especially for a guy who's 5 foot 11, slight, doesn't have that traditional quick build. Mm. Uh, he was a leading wicket-taker in uh, in Big Bash 10. Uh, he had 29 poles at, at its 16. Yeah, got spanked a little bit today, but we'll get to that. <laughs> and all, they all always do. They this, do. Yes. Yeah. You yeah, have your ups and downs. Indeed. And then Riley Meredith, who um, who's never played for Australia. He's in this T20 squad that's over in New Zealand, but he's never had a cap. He he picks up a million dollars with the Punjab Kings. Mm-hmm. And his big, his big bash wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. He had 16 wickets, averaged 24, went for 7.8 and over. That's nothing that you really write home about. So, obviously... Uh, these these uh, IPL franchises are willing to throw a bit of money at these foreign quicks and, yep. and hoping that they can get the job done for them. And, and good on them, 24-year-old, making a million dollars in cricket. It's something that was unheard of 10, 10 years ago. Yeah, well, th- think about it as well. Probably gone through the list. At that point, they've probably gone, well, Jai Richardson's gone, Cummins has gone, Hazelwood's gone. As contracts, they're, they're working through the list and go, oh, I want an Australian quick in my side. Yes. So, you know, supply and demand at that point. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes and no. Like uh, Nathan Coulton-Nile, he, he, picked up a, he picked up a good contract. But then, you like, I'm scrolling down here to try and find some of the next foreign quicks. And I'm going and I'm going and I'm going. All right, we've got Ben Cutting. Uh, he's well, that's my point. But at that point, they, an all-rounder. All, the, all the fast quicks were gone. So they're trying – when they're trying to auction for um, Riley, that they've gone, hey, he's probably the last top guy available. Well, yeah. a guy that's, you know, had big bash experience, uh, you know, good numbers, not great numbers, 
Again, uh, and they compete because you know, it is an auction. They compete yes, for, yes. for him. So again, great for Riley. Let's put it. That oh way. yeah, and, and that's why we've got him in our winners conversation. So, <laughs> yeah. so our winners uh, in in this, we're looking at it as as players rather than than uh, teams franchises. Obviously, Chris Morris, Cole Jamison. Shout out to him. Glenn Maxwell's obviously worth a fair bit as it is. Yep. S- still $2 million and not going to sneeze at it. And then big winners, Jai Richardson and Riley Meredith. Congrats, young blokes, um, getting paid. Hopefully uh, you guys have great series. The The thing that I wanted to, to say, compare uh, Riley Meredith's contract here for a million dollars, guy like Andrew Ty, he's already at the Rajasthan Royals. Mm-hmm. He's on one crore, which is 140000 US. So, again, Riley Meredith's getting eight times more than Andrew yep. Ty, who's – been proven for Australia, a little bit older, yep. uh, but has that wealth of experience. It's just, it's just funny how the the money gets thrown around. Yeah, uh, and yeah, Riley Meredith, um, one million. Josh Hazelwood, two hundred eighty thousand. He's getting nearly four times more than one of the best bulk, fast bowlers Australia's seen in the last ten years. It's it's just interesting how the money gets thrown around. Uh, but hats off to them, uh, young blokes getting their getting their clams and. Yeah, hopefully they have a have a good series. Yeah, I'm getting excited for it. So yeah, IPL yeah. starts April. Can we get a start? yeah? Is that April? We we talked start about that. I think pretty sure it's in April. Yeah. yeah. Uh, losers. So we do. We mentioned Steve Smith. Yes. Uh, so he uh, his Rajasthan Royals contract uh, was uh, relinquished or however it works. They they release him, yeah. um, and he took a big pay cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's getting three hundred ten thousand US dollars to go to the Delhi Capitals. That's yeah. less than Dan Christian, Moises Enriquez. Yeah, I think again they're both all rounders. So yeah. there was also a bit of yeah. strategy, I think, in with Steve Smith that I can't remember which uh, club it was, but one of them put on a small bid, knowing that hey, if so, they're, they're trying to get a team to outbid them because mm-hmm. uh, then that would then take them out of the running with money wise of what they had left to spend at the auction to go after someone like Maxwell, mm-hmm. uh, so that they you know and then. I think I can't remember which club it was, but they were outbidded by the Capitals. Took Smith, mm-hmm. which then you know takes them out of the running to because they didn't have as much money left to take Maxwell. So it was interesting some of the strategy the different teams were making mm-hmm. with hey placing bids and trying not boosting numbers but trying to force teams to pick guys up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would then make it easier for them to then pick up other guys they were targeting mm-hmm. in the auction to get. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Different strategies between different franchises. Yeah. The other loser, or one of two English losers I had out of this, uh, was David Milan. Mm. Uh, he he got two hundred thousand with the Punjab Kings. Again, I wouldn't mind two hundred thousand dollars to play mm-hmm. cricket. Mm-hmm. But a guy of his nature, uh, he he's had nineteen twenty uh, twenties for England. Yep. He averages fifty three in twenty twenties. Like like he is an outstanding twenty twenty batsman. Been around the IPL before and all. Uh, of the other various 2020 competitions. I yeah. think that's an absolute bargain for mm-hmm. him. And the other POM uh, that went pretty cheap, Liam Livingston, we were speaking about him a few weeks ago. He obviously had a lot of success with the Perth Scorchers. This big bash, 110,000 yeah. uh, from, from Rajasthan Royals. So he's getting like, yeah, how, how yeah long's tw- the 20, tw- 20 times less than some of the guys. How, how long's the season? Uh, that normally goes for about 10 weeks. 10 weeks. 110K. Would you turn that down? Oh, you're not going to turn it down. <laughs> but I'm saying if you're nearly as good as the bloke batting in front of you or you're yeah. batting with and he's getting yeah. 10 times more, 20 times more, you start thinking, oh, this is a bit funny how this works. But, yeah, I guess it's the, the business of sport and the business of cricket and yep. the, the business of 2020. And 
our parents would just be going, oh, can't, that's unbelievable money. How could anyone be saying 110 grand to play cricket in two months is a loser? But uh, <laughs> Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just very fascinating to see the way that money gets split. Uh, last point, I think, from this, and we've already touched on it, there was not one single pure spinner, all-rounders out of it, I'm talking about pure spinners, guys that bat 8, 9, 10, 11, mm-hmm. uh, taken in this auction. They took a few Indians... But no, no overseas spinner went in this auction. Uh, unbelievable testament to the depth that yeah. India has in, in their spinners. Oh, We've seen, it, obviously, in the test team, they can throw Akshar Patel in, they can throw Kulip Yadav in, they can throw Washington Sundar in. They can, they've just got spinners uh, galore. And as we also mentioned, their top order batting depth is very, very good. Yeah, they've got good stocks over in those guys. Moving on. Outside of India, uh, yeah. back down into the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, little T20. Yeah, T20 uh, series, yeah. five-game series over there in New Zealand, between Australia and New Zealand. Australia's ranked two and New Zealand's ranked sixth. Oh, as Jack Leach nearly gets the five for it. It's, it's Leach and Root going for this this last <laughs> wicket here with Boomer and Ishan <laughs> at the crease. Um, yeah, I don't know how these these – Rankings work from the ICC. If anyone can explain them to me, I'd love to know about it. I don't think it's a fair reflection that yeah, Australia being two and New Zealand being probably six. Co- I'd say it's because Australia's probably played more T20 internationals recently than yeah. New Zealand has. Yeah, they sh- was, shouldn't they just do like off the last 10 games or the last 15 games? Like who cares about the time period? Well, it, yeah, I think the, you probably alluded to it. It's of the last, say, 12 months, they go, well, they've played this and they've won and who their competition is, blah, 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 et cetera. Yeah. To work out how it all fits together, but yeah. very reminiscent of uh, FIFA rankings. I think you know sometimes <laughs> you see, oh, Australia's playing this team that's ranked thirty. They probably stink, and then you, you they go out and get yeah. bloody demolished by some European team that yeah, just it's usually an Eastern European team. Yeah, that, that just, just yeah, plays still good. <laughs> that just plays harder opposition. So no idea yeah. how these rankings work. Uh, the teams for this first game will quickly run through uh, both sides. Matt Wade, Aaron Finch, captain. Mm-hmm. Josh Phillippe makes mm-hmm. his debut after a stellar big bash. Mitch Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, Marcus Stoinis, Ashton Agar, Daniel Sims, the Richardsons, Jai and Kame, and Adam Zampa. I think uh, I just did a little bit of digging uh, in the, on the Esky archive from a few weeks ago. We saw that squad. We tried to name the team. We got nine out of 11. It's not bad. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. We did forget about the 2020 player of last year, Ashton Agar. Yes, I, did, I did see this. I was like, oh, yeah, Agar's in this team. Yeah, so yeah. We, we had maybe Andrew <laughs> Ty um, ahead of him, maybe Riley Meredith, who just got paid yeah, but, uh, in the big bash. At, where they're playing Aston more as a, for his batting prowess as well versus someone like Andrew Ty, who probably competes with the Richardsons for that. Indeed, yeah. Ty's going to be batting 10 or 11, where Ashton can bat 7 or 8. Um, and we also thought Ben McDermott might get a start. Uh, this was Armaganari anyway because I had Mitch Marsh possibly in there. Yep. Uh, so we're, we're bloody close. So yeah. we've done well. Uh, maybe the selectors have been listening to the podcast. Uh, shout out to They need guys. some help. <laughs> <laughs> they, oh, geez, they went close today. We'll get we'll get to that in a we'll second. New Zealand went Martin Guptill, Tim Seifer, Kane Williamson, Devin Conway and Glenn Phillips, mm-hmm. James Neesham, Mitchell Santner, Cole Jamison, who just got that big IPL contract, yep. Tim Southie, Ish Sodi, Trent Bolt. Uh, the New Zealand side, Ross Taylor misses out. He's getting a little bit old. I think he doesn't strike the ball as well and score as quickly as he used to. I'd be mm. surprised if he plays 2020 cricket again. India are all 
Whoa. done. Perhaps there's a review. review. It review. looks pretty palmy, plum. Mm. It's just whether he's nicked it first. Yeah, he was, this he, is Boomerah facing Leech. So Leech going for the five fart. We'll have a look at that in a second. Oh, we want Jerry to get a five. Fart. Yeah, I would love to see Jerry <laughs> get a five. Fart. Uh, so yeah, Ross Taylor. I think maybe twenty twenty career over. Yes. Uh, Colin Munro. I was thinking, why the hell is he not playing? Is he injured? He's over in Pakistan. He's about to play in the PSL. Oh, and he's oh, hit it. He's hit a lot of bat. Lot of bat. Yeah. So this game will continue. Joe Root could get that. Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, and how did he miss that one? Yeah, I don't know. He smashed that like a big deviation as well. Boomer has done well to review that straight away. Obviously mm. not out. Um, so, yeah, that's where Colin Munro is over in Pakistan doing a bit of a West Indian cricketer, if you would, uh, chasing that yep. doe. Yep. Do you guys see the kit uh, in the last two games? The, the New Zealand's were I did. Like, I just can't picture it. That's... It it's like the like a golden beige, sort of, yeah. yeah. It's like a throwback sort very, of, yeah, yeah, very classic. Nearly like their eighties kit, sort of, yeah. uh, and then with the black pants. And Back the, in the days for the underarm, yeah, around about those, yeah. like yeah. Trevor Chapel sort of I, days. I, I wonder if that's like fuck you, Australian. Oh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I doubt it because we we had been wearing that throwback one as well, and India's been True. wearing their throwbacks. So I think it's everyone just, loves the throwbacks, yeah, the classics. That's right. Fashion goes around and around, doesn't it? Yes. Which is why it's bloody stupid, Bill. <laughs> we're not a fashion show, so we'll keep going. Oh, yeah, well, look, fucking look at us. Uh, if this is a fashion show. What are you talking about? Mm. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I look all right from far away. <laughs> Very far away. Uh, anyways, I, I digress. Um, so that's the sides. Uh, Finchy wins the toss and elects to bowl. Uh, so ga- we're talking game one. Game one, that is. So a couple of days, Monday yep. uh, it was, uh, at Hagley Oval there in Christchurch. Uh, beautiful ground. It's uh, there's. A, I think all the New Zealand grounds yeah, look like picturesque, a, and they look they look like not, they look like a great like a f- Sydney first grade yeah. ground. All of them pretty much, other than uh, Auckland and Wellington. Yeah. Um, yeah, you expect to see some hobbits bouncing across. Yeah, so. pretty, pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. Uh, but it does hold nearly eighteen thousand uh, there. But it's it's nearly all gra- it's all hill. Yeah, and there's there's like a, right. a stand which holds maybe a couple thousand, and then the rest yep. is just grass hill. Nice. Uh, and the, the bloke on the right on done a nice as well. Just cut like a nice little wagon wheel into it. And was nice. Getting, you know, the little bit of lawn porn <laughs> uh, juices going for me. Uh, <laughs> Martin Guptill, he was in really bad form. Uh, he only had 150 from his previous 18 T20 internationals. Ooh. He got a duck uh, slashing uh, Daniel Sands to backward point. Uh, averaging about 16 um, until something happened today. We'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that. <laughs> Zampa comes in the second over. We're talking about leggies in T20s and how, how good they can be. He only goes for two. Mm-hmm. And then Jai Richardson bowls this beautiful in-swinging Yorker to get Tim Seifert. Uh, New Zealand were three for 19, I believe, at that stage. Enter Devin Conway and it wasn't uh, many roses <laughs> left. <laughs> <laughs> so he's... He's only in his seventh uh, 2020 for New Zealand. He's uh, one of these guys that's South African born and raised. He started playing in New Zealand in 2018. So he's not like a Manus, uh, you know, where he where he left as a youngster. Grew up. Um, yeah. he, he's like, he's South African. <laughs> yes. And you listen to him talk in the, in the post-match and he's just got that thick uh, sort of South African accent. <laughs> Kevin Peterson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Peterson-esque. <laughs> and, and we will get to that in a second about how good South Africa possibly could be. Uh, if they were able to retain their players. Yeah. Um, so New Zealand's three for 19 off the first four overs. Uh, Devin Conway, another South African guy, Glenn, well, 
South African youngster. I think he was about 10 or something, uh, maybe a little bit younger when he came across. Uh, they they steadied the ship, uh, about a 64-run partnership. Mm-hmm. And then Conway's hitting at the death. Unbelievable. The, the Aussie they bowling were, was a little were, bit questionable. They went for, what, 30 off the last two? Something like that. Yeah. They, I know off the uh, – so they were three for 67 off their first 10 and then they made 184, so that's 117 of the last 10 overs. So they're going nearly 12 and over off the yeah. last 10. Um, and they were definitely getting aided by some pretty poor death bowling uh, from the Aussies. Uh, Conway finishes 99 not out. He, I think the la- he didn't really look close in the last over, and then he went like 6-4, and then the last ball he just needed two or more, and he just got the single, yeah. So he's denied the 100. There's only four Kiwis that have ever scored um, a T20 ton. Uh, that man, Colin Munro's over in Pakistan. He's got three. Brendan McCullum's got two. Martin Guptill has two. He went very close today to getting his third. And uh, Glenn Phillips has one, so he could have joined an illustrious crew there. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless... Mm-hmm. Amazing knock and really set the scene um, for New Zealand to win this game quite comfortably, which they did. Uh, Australia, they got skittled for 131, uh, didn't even make 18 overs. Probably the biggest point, I suppose, was uh, Aaron Finch's poor form. Uh, Continues. Dismissed for one. He uh, averaged 13 in the Big Bash. Well done. Pfeiffer for Root. Joe Root has a Michelle Pfeiffer. India looks to be all... Done and dusted at 145. They'll, they'll probably review this just because they've got yeah, well, you, you, yeah, you've got one. You so. uh, well. I think this is pretty plum. He's taking a massive swing at this and missed it all and he's hitting the legs, probably hitting middle. Middle of middle? <laughs> yeah, middle <laughs> of middle. Best it's not out till it's out. We'll have a look at that in a second. Um, yeah, outside of that, the, none of the Aussies really made too many runs. This is hit. Oh, half halfway up his back thigh. I reckon this is crashing into leg stump. Yeah. Another sort of wayward shot looking for that big sort of slog sweep here from Jasper Boomer. I reckon this is getting three quarters of the, of the way up he's leg. Taking one look at it. He's like, yeah. It's, they'll just see if it's bouncing over. Well, and also, does it pitch outside leg? No. no that's pitching on middle. middle. <laughs> yeah. Just hide and out. Three quarters of the way up leg. Thank you, umpire Pippi. Uh, mm-hmm. India dismissed. 145, they'll have a 33-run lead. So, evenly poised test match, really. Mm, very close. And Eng- 20, England to come out very 20 close. wickets fall before lunch on day two. <laughs> how, how far away are they from lunch? Maybe they'll take lunch now. They may. So, lunch should be due in 15 minutes. I think they're just discussing it now. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think yep. they said, yeah, we'll take lunch. Okay, so it looks like they're going to They probably go. don't want to bat for 15 and then come in for lunch, so... Well, yeah, it wouldn't even be that long with the innings change. It would just be a couple of overs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're going to go to lunch, India, 33, uh, lead by 33, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, Ish Sodi, uh, he's Indian-born uh, spinner for New Zealand. He finished with four for 28 in that f- uh, first 2020, cleaned up the middle order. Mm. Uh, New Zealand win that comfortably by 53 runs and take a one – Zero lead in the series. Do you want to cover game yep. two? Yeah. Before then, we talk about this. Yes. So today we had game two and another little suburban cricket ground there down at the University <laughs> Oval. This was a much better game than the first one, but like you much say. Much better. Like you say, small yeah. oval <laughs> so they could score runs. 
Dude, small is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Sunday social park cricket ground that I play on is bigger than this university oval at, at Dunedin. It, it's pretty crazy, the, the dimensions of this thing. Yeah. Uh, and the capacity as well is only about four or 5,000, so you get that really quaint yeah. uh, kind, of, kind of group. feel yeah. about it. And the, the scores reflected it. So mm. New Zealand made seven for 219 today. It at one stage, it looked like it could have been maybe 230 or 240. They were doing it easy, and they had a few wickets fall towards the end. Yeah. I credit the Australian bowling. They needed they needed to take some wickets because they were in trouble. Yeah, and the, the yeah. death bowling was a little bit better. The last over was expensive, but the, the, yeah. both Richardsons um, did a fair job at the death. Before that, Martin Guptill went off and absolutely teed off. He had 97 uh, of 50 deliveries. Uh, he's found a little bit of form in that knock. Mm-hmm. Uh, he found Stoinis at long off uh, to miss out on his third 2020 ton. Yep. 131 run partnership with Kane Williamson. He had 53 of 35. Yeah. Um, Bulk of the runs for New Zealand. So, yeah, yeah, great partnership for them. Indeed, indeed. And uh, some really handy hitting from Jimmy Neesham. He had 45 of just 16, nearly striking at I three, think he came 300. out in his first... Yeah. Th- Within his first four balls, I think he hit three sixes. Yeah, yeah. He was just on straight away. And he I don't know if you guys saw, he, he went to play like a reverse... I've, I've seen this, yeah. Reverse shot, reverse <laughs> reverse. shot off, off... No, well, didn't he try to do a ramp shot? So it looked, And then realise, oh, it's they've bowled it on the other side, so I'm going to do a reverse ramp shot. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> what, the, I don't know what the hell's going on. All I know is this was taking my leg, was taking the leg, pe- leg peg wherever <laughs> it was going. So he looks like he's leaning forward like he wants to play some sort of reverse. Then the ball's gone on the other side, so, so he's sort of like reverse ramped it yeah. and hit it over... Th- like over third man, yeah. if you will, rather than fine leg or over the keeper, um, for six. Yeah, like it's just che- that's just cheating. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> just helping it on its way. Oh, uh, unbelievable shot and an, an excellent knock there uh, from Jimmy Neesham uh, gets New Zealand through to two hundred nineteen. The the death bowling was a little bit better. Probably s- still could be a little bit better. Um, even from today, mm. Kane Richardson, the best of the Aussie bowlers, with three for forty three of his four. Sean, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Our oh boy, Finchy. Finch makes 12 today. Well, what did I say? I'd say? I said I thought he'd get out for under 10. Pretty bloody close. And you're like, oh, no, I'll, I'll take the overs. I think he'll get more than that. Gets 12 from 14. Uh, so wasted I didn't, I didn't wasted necess- 14 balls. I didn't necessarily <laughs> take the overs either. I said I, back, I backed him <laughs> in to back a big score. So True. Not a te- big score, technically we're both wrong. Uh, Josh Philippi. Lovely to see him make a handy 45 in his good, of second second game. Yeah, coming off a stellar big bash season. Uh, and then Ashton Agar and Mitch, Mo- Mitch Marsh, both golden ducks uh, from Mitchell Santner. Australia in absolute licorice Australia all lost sorts. three wickets for four from four balls, I think. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. so not a, not a great middle section. They were, they were six for 113. I just about turned it off. I thought... Oh, yeah, we're done. Mm. Then Marcus Stoinis and Daniel Sams put on a... The big man. Excellent, excellent partnership. Uh, getting Australia so close, but so far, um, that with about three overs to go, they look like they should have. They were getting one, close. One this like, game, just about. They're on track. They're definitely yeah. on track. Mind you, Stoinis and Sam's are both striking at about three hundred, just mm. batting like absolute <laughs> yeah. animals, just going after it. <laughs> yeah, Stoinis is punishing everything except the the low fullies, the ones that normally eat for breakfast. He was that was the ones that he's struggling to to, to put away. Um, and there were some inconsistencies in the in the wides. I thought as well. Yeah, okay. I, I don't think it. I, I I don't think it um, 
change the outcome of the game because it was both. It happened to both sides. There's some of them you're looking at and you're yeah. going, "That's wide, nothing called." Then there's some you're going, "Oh, that's borderline wide." Were they hitting the wides? Because sometimes they let they let them go for the wides if they get a bat on it. Oh no! If if you hit the if you hit it, it's not a wide. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but there is something that happens now with the way. So if you sort of move towards, say, say the bowler's going for oh, okay, a, a wide yeah, sorry, a sorry. wide Yorker outside yeah, yeah. outside off, right? But you've moved across the you're off two feet a little bit, Steve Smith style. a little bit, <laughs> and then it goes 150 mil outside the the line. They won't call it because you've mm. you've. Yeah. The, made the, the bowler go out there. Yeah, the ends. ref's taken the two kind of points he said for this is where I consider wide and you've moved, so I've moved those points with you. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it's still within the realm of where the uh, I would technically call a yeah, wide. So, and it, yeah, and it makes it very hard to adjudicate. Yes. I don't think it I don't think it changed the outcome of the game, but it, it is a little bit frustrating to what to watch it happen. Um and the other the other thing oh, I sh- should say what happened. Uh Australia just just was so close and so far, but so far. Well, I think Steinus he had he had to hit three sixes from the last three balls. Yeah, to win well, it. I think it was wicket dot one or something on the on the first three of that over yeah. from that man Jimmy yep. Neesham, who, yep. um, and he he'd come in and was bowling his first over of the game because they didn't want to go with the spinner is shady. Yeah. Uh, so hats off to him, absolute great, really great game yeah. from him. So Steinus hit six, four. Well, ah, no, oh, no, 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 sorry, six, six, six? and then got, yeah, got got a ball. He probably should have put away for a six. Yes. Miss hit it. It's gone straight up. So he, he's out. Says us boys who would have struggled to <laughs> to, to hit the, to get well, out back uh, to the ball, but it yeah. was Australia's yeah. hopes and dreams died with that ball. Indeed, well, they lost the, the game. They lost the game on that ball. Yeah, it was that, in the that was it. They had in, to in the slot, and I tell you what, the the size of these grounds. That nearly went to the rope, and it was a rank top edge. Like yep. it barely would be clearing clearing the uh, in, the inside rope at the MCG. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just it's crazy the difference uh, between uh, different different cricket ovals around the around the world. So Australia go down uh, in the second game here. New Zealand take a commanding two zip lead in a five game oh, yep. series. Um, the last thing about the ground uh, I noticed. Obviously, very easy to or relatively easy to hit boundaries uh, due to the small field. How many field. sixes did they hit in this? Oh, thirty plus. Can you have a look? Uh, we'll be close. I don't think it'd be thirty. That's a fuckload of sixes, but it'd be a lot. Be a lot. I'll let Monkey figure that out. Yeah, we'll have a look for, at that for us if you don't mind, Jim. Um, He's doing quick math over there. The thing that the I numbers, noticed: the numbers very, <laughs> very, very hard to run twos. There's, there's yeah, because yeah. well, because there's, there's no space. So small, there's no space. There's yeah. no space. It's yeah. either you drop it down for one and hopefully get it, or you you, you launch you're, one. You're, you're, yeah. yeah, you're hitting boundaries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that that was an interesting thing. If you don't get onto it, then yeah, then then the fielding team's really on top there. Yep. Uh, Thirty-one sixes. That's crazy. Yeah. Thirty so plus. <laughs> yeah, it's Australia mental. Got, Australia got thirteen, and then yeah, New Zealand got the so rest. So what's that? What, what do quick math? 31. 14. 31 times six. Oh, 31 times six. Yeah. Oh, 186. So 186 from 400 runs, roughly. Yeah. Well, sixes. Yeah, so yeah. Ha- ha- almost half, half of some sixes. Nearly half the runs from sixes. Crazy. 
That's some pretty good quick maths. It's obviously (laughs) not our strong point here. Maybe we'll have to bring it back. We'll have to rewind that and make sure, yeah, it's all right. We'll get the calculators out later and check and make sure we're right. Something we are good at doing on this show is criticising guys that are much better than us at sport. And (laughs) that that leads us into uh, my my question for you, Sean. Is Aaron Finch in danger of being dropped despite having the captaincy based on his form? Mm -hmm. Well, what's your thoughts? Well, run through your why not, and I'll give you a rebuttal. On okay, that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say no. He he shouldn't be, and it shouldn't even be in the discussion. Obviously, he's in poor form. Every cricketer goes through poor form. Very poor form. Very very coldly, as we spe- as we're saying, he hasn't got an international hundred for 34. But he's hit fifties. He has hit fifties. But are you going to drop him because he's you know he hasn't hit a hundred for 34 innings? Mm-hmm. He. Aaron Finch is the second highest Australian uh, T20 run scorer of all time behind David Warner. Last he, decade. He, he averages 38. <laughs> he strikes over 150. He's got the highest T20 international score ever, 172. It was against Zimbabwe. Yeah. Uh, but that's ridiculous in a, in yeah. a T20. That's a good score in a, in a match, let alone one bloke getting it. He's also got the third highest uh, ever score, 156 against England 2013. His last three 2020 international bats, I get you, I get you. 12-1 duck, nothing to write home about. Mm-hmm. And his big bash, uh, let's say mediocre would be... Uh, well, average 13. Me- mediocre would be generous. Let's, let's say that. <laughs> I don't think it's generous. Before that, before that, okay, I'll, I want to run you through his his scores. Um, any, so, any from this decade? Yeah, so this is all this all this year and last year. His, his scores here, 35 against India, Monica Oval, 39, England in England, 46, England in England, 55, South Africa in South Africa. Like that's, they're all good knocks. They're all good knocks. And that's all this year. Are they 2020? 2020, 2020 internationals. Yeah, that's last year. <laughs> but I, I, it's in the last 12 months. It's in the last yeah. 12 months. So I think they, they all happened at the start of last year mm-hmm. before, of course, COVID and all that stuff. So it's been 12 months since he's kind of had a decent bat. Uh, I think... No, that's two of those games were against India here in Australia. I, yes. Yeah, September. Sorry, September. And look, that's not... 39-35, they're not big scores. They're not huge scores, but that's de- in, for, in considering T20 for a start, mm-hmm. that's like a good scar- start. I guess it depends on how many balls faced. If he's faced... If he's chewing up balls. Yeah, yes. his strike rate. If his strike rate is high, well, that, then it probably is not a big issue. Uh, I can probably tell you here. T20's 150-odd? Over his career, Over yeah, his which, career, is, which sorry, is unbelievable. Yeah. So that 35 at Monica Oval was off 26. That's striking at 135. Not bad. That's, that's not bad. Uh, what was this 39 here? Uh, 39 off 26, striking at 150. Like, obviously the bloke's in shit form. I'm not arguing that. I'm not yes. arguing that. He's the Australian, he's Australian T20 captain. I don't think that he should even be considered being dropped on this bad form. If we're having this conversation in six months, okay, then, then yeah, maybe okay. start talking about it. Yep. So uh, Have you got a counter? I, my, my thought is I think he needs to kick in the bum. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying drop him. You got a five series test. Mm-hmm. Maybe sit him for the next one. Yeah, because you think about it. You've got well, Ben. Mc, you've got Ben McDermott. Yeah. You've got Darcy Short sitting there. Yeah, waiting, raring, raring mm-hmm. to go. Like Ben McDermott was third highest 
scorer in the BPL. He was top no, he, three. He was definitely, he was definitely top five. He, yeah, yeah, he he was up there. I think he went short. H- Hales and Phillippe were one and two. Yeah. McDerm- da- McDermott was up there. Darcy Short didn't have the greatest of big bashes, but no. he was better than Finch. Yes, but uh, un- yeah, undoubtedly better than Finch, and uh, was one of the highest scorers in the big bash nine. The one before that. Yes. So I know you've got. They're looking at the list of batters, they're the two that I'd look that you possibly replace. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Ben McDermott probably makes the most sense. Or well, either or because they both play with Wade. Mm-hmm. So, you, hey, you've got that opening partnership for the Hobart Hurricanes. So, I can see why. I just think he's in a he's in a slump. Can you find out how old Finchie is? Well, I don't yeah. think he's past it. No. Um, He's, of course, probably getting a little bit long in the tooth. Twilight. Twilight, Twilight yeah. yeah. Has, has 30, he, 34 years old. Yeah, 34. So, so you could still have three, four years left there. Exactly. So Three or four good years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I just wonder if with throughout this, maybe he's got too comfortable. Yeah, possibly. With, with his spot, like he's, you know, he's the captain, he retains it. Um, you know, the innings he played today, 12 for 14, uh, I probably would have liked it. If you're going to get 12, make it off six and get out early. Mm. Mm. Uh, but sa- I save a few you're of those opening, balls. You're opening as well. You, you want to eat up a couple possibly at the start. Sure. It's a different story if you're batting five or six. I agree. I agree. But he needs to make scores. He's just not, yeah. he's, I don't, he hasn't scored. You know, the, whole, the Renegades were bottom of the league because of Aaron Finch. Not solely. <laughs> Not solely. <laughs> Not solely. But, but he's the core of that team. He was, like the, he was the captain, opening batsman, most exactly. experienced guy. Which is my f- kind of issue or problem with it because mm. he's he's setting the tone. He's mm. not setting the tone. Hasn't didn't for the Renegades. He's not doing it for Australia. Mm-hmm. We need someone like Sinus to come out and just have an absolute blinder with Sam's to mm. even get us close, close. in yes. the conversation. Yeah. Otherwise. And, and it wasn't all on Finch today. There's a lot of guys out there. Mitch yeah. Marsh, Ashton Agar. They, uh, yeah. Wade didn't make a lot of runs. You know, it's, it's Maxwell not, didn't make a lot of runs Max, either. Yeah, it's, it's not all I on I think Wade, Wade was probably third highest scorer yeah. in, in the end after all this. What did Wade have? 20 odd to 24? 24, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 24. But it's, I just, I'm not, I'm not saying drop him. He, there's a big squad. Mm. Uh, you need to win games. Do you? Well, do you change up the order then? Yeah, well, do you move him down one and you bat him three and you move Philippi up into two as yeah. an option? Yeah, maybe, maybe. See how yeah. that works. Here's here's something we haven't considered yet. Yeah, go. David Warner, Steve Smith, both not in this squad. There's also that. If, you know, if we're talking World Cup team, yeah, that's it's different again. So, And then that swings yeah. the argument back in your favour. If, if they are available, then there's no – you can't yeah. even – Yeah, there's no argument that says – on form, Finch should be in that side. You, you're trying to keep him there on, on, well, on what we, he's we, done. We had this argument the, a couple of weeks past. ago that, you know, all those – the batters, the eight guys – well, the five to six guys they had to play in those top three to four spots, mm. he was the last on the list mm. on form because yep, yep. the others had all batted pretty well throughout the big yes, bash. Yep. So, like, he's already – that's why we're talking about it because mm. he's already in that spot. Mm. He hasn't made a big score. I think it's coach-wise – who's coaching the T20? Is it Ricky? I think it's Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. Does Ricky you have a look at that? You know, Ricky went through his form slumps, of course. All, cr- all cricketers do. do. So all cricketers do. Well, we talked about last week. Steve that Smith, everyone was calling for his bloody head few, you know, in the test matches, yeah. hadn't scored a test ton for 16 months or whatever. But we also talked last week that, you know, no Australian cricketer has ever not been dropped. I'm not saying drop him, but maybe I'd sit him and just. Like maybe this next well, match, but then what kind critical. of message does that send saying we don't have faith in you? You know, well, it's maybe not faith, but it's just like 
we value winning. We value form. Like the guys yeah. that are hitting the, have form, they're in the team. Like take that whole Indian mentality. You're picked as a batter. Mm-hmm. You're not scoring runs. Out you go. We've got two guys ready to go that are raring to go. Mm. Bring in one of them and say, hey, you know, we'll throw out, you know, I said it to Maka last week, you throw around the, the loyalty card a bit. He is the captain. You want to be loyal to him. You've been loyal to him throughout this series. I just, maybe it's, hey, he plays the next one. If we lose, we've lost the series. Mm-hmm. So maybe you sit him in the last two, as in to, to have that kind of call and say, hey, you need to find some form. We're going to just mm. blood some young guys. Yeah, yep, yep. So maybe that's the way I do it. I would think if they want to win this series, maybe sit him one, get a guy in there, see if they do anything. And then, you know, you, you're just trying to G him up. You just mm. kick him in the ass and say, hey, if you want to win this squad, you need to bat well. Have a great, you know, get in the nets the next day, smash it out, come raring into, say, the fourth T20 after. Hopefully we've won at least one, <laughs> the, the mm. one in between. Mm. And then he goes out and hits almost 100. Like, yep. that's what I want to see. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I want to see him to react to it. I don't want to, you know, it, I just think he's just, Motoring along at the moment, unfortunately. I like that idea of yours is is if we get done in this next one, three zip. Well, I think if we've done three zip, it's, that, it's, that, it's that, out of the question. I think he's. That, I think they're yeah. going to say, and, and yeah, not, Finch, and, you're done. And and not just him. No, I, I, I would well, never Not go. dropped, but I'd say I think we're going to move you. If yeah, it's, we'll if it's three up. zip, I think they say five guys goes, go warm on the bench and, and get your McDermott's, get your Meredith's in. Well, I think get, if we lose this one, I think probably Wade as well. I'd say McDermott, Philippi probably open. Yep, get, yeah, get, just go get some young, young. Get some young let's guys Let's get ready in. for the next Have World Cup. Let's see, see what you yeah. can do. We've already lost a series. Yep. Uh, but I'm, I'm sticking by him. He's He's been one of the best Australian <laughs> tennis. That's my opener. <laughs> that's, my, that's my quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> that's my strength. Captain, I'm sticking with him. And Finchie, don't let me down in this third game. Go out there and score a ton and shut everyone up. Uh, look at look at Guptal. You know, Guptal was in horrendous form. And the, the way that he was hitting the ball today. Uh, Just got to hit his way it, out of it, yeah. Even though it wasn't an under-12s um, <laughs> Division 2 uh, oval. Uh, the way he was hitting the ball so cleanly today. Class guys never lose that. They they. They go through form slumps and, you know, when you're out of form, it's the shittest feeling in the world. It's shit being out of form in Sunday social cricket. Um, but I'm, I'm sticking by him and I think it'd be silly to drop him and I'm sure in six months' time we'll be talking about all the runs he's made. Fing- well, fingers crossed. Hopefully for Australia. That concludes that. Uh, Australian, yeah. That's an interesting discussion. Yeah, uh, I thought... It's nice to... Great. Yeah. It's, well, uh, agree uh, to disagree. Agree, a gentleman's disagreement. time will tell. Like, it's it's good to it's good to discuss. Like it's, it, the reason it's out there is because of the reasons we outlined. Like it's worth mm. talking about. It's mm. worth having a look at it, so that when you know in a couple of months' time, when the next series of T Twenty comes up, um, the next World Cups one in. Two this, years this year, this the, year, the T Twenty World well, Cup. Like, yeah. yeah, we want to find guys that can bat and that because that squad's probably going to have a few guys rotate in and out because it's a, the World Cups. You know, it's long. Mm. Dave Warner, Steve Smith, probably going to feature in there mm-hmm. at some point, mm-hmm. depending on how they probably go in the IPL as well. That series, like <sighs> a lot to happen. Surely they're in that team. Um, Fingers crossed. Good, good discussion. Yeah. And before, before we jump into Shield, mm-hmm. I just want to. Five for eight from six overs. Joe Root. Joe Root. So he's previously had a four for, I think, and it went for a fair bit. And I think that 
the graphic that just came up before that, he'd only, his best bowling was twofers. So yeah. by far and away, his best uh, effort <laughs> effort with the rock there. So, so well, it's great timing. India have just come – well, India and England are just coming back out mm-hmm. from the tea break, which – I think actually it was only short. They only did 15 minutes. So yeah. So maybe they didn't take lunch. Yeah, I don't know how it's working. We're obviously watching it without sound. Yeah. Um, yeah. But guess who's got the rock to open up the bowling? Uh, spinner, I'd imagine. Well, it looks – well, Is it actually, a- maybe it's not – maybe not Ashwin. I think uh, Ash- the ball Ashwin's there. there with his cap on. So maybe it's not Ashwin. Patel, maybe? Yeah. But he looks like he's warming up. So Sibley and Crawley out there, and as we were talking yeah, about, it is yeah, actually Aksha, Aksha, Aksha Aksha getting the new rock. Why do they even pick quicks? In there? <laughs> <laughs> like like yeah. seriously, maybe well, well, you it, could don't say get away with, with Washington's not in the team, is he? Uh, no, he's back in. He he's, is. Yeah, yeah he's, so back, he's, got the, he's back in this one. So they've got three. And he yeah. didn't bowl. He didn't bowl. Like I was just thinking about it. Like Washington no. get, didn't get any wickets. No, he didn't bowl, and he didn't make any runs. So. <laughs> Yes. So, poor, poor, poor the, Washington. The only thing that we were uh, saying that might be keeping it, or why he might have been stiff to miss out last time was his batting. He didn't get an opportunity to bowl. It's a completely different ball game over there. How, oh, about, exactly. how about those speed dealers and actually, are they? Jeez. Buy a bag off you. <laughs> yes. We're talking about sunglasses, by the way. Oh, <laughs> the first ball. First ball. Oh, my Holy. God. Oh. Crawley is gone. Oh, that's top of off. Made 50 in the first innings. This game may be done today. It's oh. great. I've, I've got nothing to do. Well, I, I'm, I'm going on my honeymoon tomorrow. But I, can, <laughs> I can sleep in. I don't have to be up for work. So, yeah, if you made it through this uh, far again, congratulations. But I didn't mean I've got nothing to do. I can, just, I can stay out. How, how much is this turn? I, I think it's a straight one again. It's, a straight, it's yeah. just straightened yeah. up a little bit. He's probably... Well, he's thinking it's probably going to play straight out. It's turned a little bit. Yeah, it's... It's, he's obviously beaten him with the spin Bend, there, yeah. but I don't know the line that Crawley is playing there. He's really inside it. Like, All around it. Yeah. Golden, for a big man. Golden quackaroo there for Zach yeah. Crawley. And yeah. that, which is bad for England because he kind of held the first innings together yeah, with his yeah, 53. We'll just, just watch for this next ball. All right, Bob. Uh, live here with it ball looks two like, coming in. It looks like Langer is coach for T20. Oh, yeah, so he might be the official... Yeah, I think he's official, official guy, but yeah, I don't know. I thought we kind of talked about this last time. That yeah. I thought they were trying to spread it out. I thought so too. Each, each format had a different coach. Yeah. And I thought Ricky was taking T20. Possibly he was the IPL. if the Aussies were in South Africa at the moment. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. true. Well, I've noticed, um, yeah, true. maybe there might be some quarantine issues as well um, because the Aussies uh, obviously had to quarantine over there going to New Zealand. And I've noticed all all the uh, commentators yeah. like Mark Waugh, um, Ishikawa, uh, David Warner was on there the other night. Uh, they're they're doing it from Sydney. Or they're doing it from a studio. Yeah. They're they're not there at the ground. Yeah. So mm. perhaps there is something there. Bersto looks like Patel's he's a man that's he's walking out here about to get fucked. <laughs> <And> <laughs> he does not look <laughs> cool. And Patel's on a hat trick as well because he must have got that last wicket in the first innings. He could True. get a cross innings hat trick. There's not been too many of those in Test yeah. cricket. Um, Very true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I was just thinking: is Ricky coaching one of the IPL teams? Yeah, he is actually. So they just did the auction. He may be in India as uh, like he may have other focuses. Then I'm, I'm sure he's. Uh, I'm yeah. sure he is. I, f- I forget which one. Ricky Ponting, IPL coach. He's definitely coaching one of them. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Patel on a hat trick. De- Delhi Capitals. He's 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 coaching. Yeah. So so it wouldn't surprise might me. Might be tied he, up with that. Yeah, instead of doing the T Twenty series. So that makes sense. All right, Patel on a hat trick. Where do you think he's going with this, Pebby? 
Oh, he'd be going down to the local corner store to try and sell some drugs with those sunglasses, <laughs> I, I would have thought. I was surprised he bowls with sunglasses. Most of the blokes take yeah, them off. Yeah, a, a lot of spinners do it. Yeah. Here Young we go. Oh, this could be it. <laughs> he's got his hat tree. He's done it. Oh, man. Oh. I told you, he looks like he's. Oh, my goodness. What? Sweet. Like, I don't know about sweep that. On the Sweeping first that hat trick. Like, that's ballsy. Ugh. He's missed it by a country mile. It's got his, like, the midway up his right thigh. Oh. I reckon that's plum. I told oh. you, looking at, it, looking at him walking out to that pitch, he was just like, I'm about to get fucked here. I could no confidence, no swagger at all in the walk. There was no like pumping he's, the he's legs up. Re- I don't think he's reviewing he, this. He's, you know, this caught it review. Nah, 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 this is out, man. This is plum. No, no bat, bat. hitting the hit body. Him, hit, it's hit him hip. He's on it, one. Knee, he's on though. one knee though, so it's low. Mm. It's probably gonna nick the bales. Looking at that, I don't. Th- I think it's he's short stumped. too. He's short too. I, th- so. I think that's getting three quarters up middle. Yeah. Like it looked fucking plump. How good the live reaction we've had before. <laughs> Just what you see is what you get. There's no bat on this. Oh. He's a long way forward. That that could help. That could help. It's still it's not like that angle though. It's not going up high like no, going and, up and high. the Indian bounce as well. Subcontinental bounce. I don't yeah. think this is going over. I reckon I reckon this is three quarters up middle. Yeah, there's no bat in that. It's very, it was very close on there, but yeah, this could be a pair because he had a he had a duck in the first innings, as we're alluding to seeing yeah. the Hawkeye Bounce. now. Oh! oh, missing! Wow, well over, missing wow. just well over. Oh, I reckon he's been stiffed on the bound. I think they've added a bit of extra bounce into keep, that. Keep it, in, keep it interesting. <laughs> yeah, good review. It turns out. Oh. I think how far forward he was helped him there. Possibly that, yeah. that side angle revealed but, but a little at, bit. But look at at the that angle. Side angle. It looked low. It looked yeah, it didn't like look it like it didn't look like it, it had that angle. Up. Yeah. I think he's been stiffed. Can't question the Hawkeye. Imagine that missing out on a on oh, a hat trick from a from a DRS. Yeah, see from there that looks that it looks, looks plum. plum. That looks plum. Yeah, they're probably looks like oh, there's no way that's bounced that high. Looks like Boomer was more disappointed than Asher. Yeah. yeah. Well, best though to fight another day. Let's keep rolling. We've been talking about yeah, cricket for a let's long time. He'll get out. Let's he'll get out of this ball. ball. There it is. Oh, <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Just get it. Hey, you get out this ball. Oh, my God. Best of wow. shit. All right. So he's just survived that. He's just survived a DRS, which is questionable. Was going well over. And then he's just played all around it. Akshar gets his. That's three wickets. Did you try sweeping this again? No, no, this is straight through the gate. He just come forward. And then I think this is straight through bat and pad. Let's have a look. Oh, yeah, bang. And yeah. Just, Look how far ooh, just. just got the bail. Yeah. That's Look. the same length as the last ball. I, yeah. uh, I don't know if the... If, uh, I think... Uh, Virat's yeah. fucking fired yeah. up as usual. He's like, come on. Let's fucking go. Let's go. And Besto yeah. does have a pair. Yeah. Well, look, looking at... His defence on that, the, between bat and pad, there's like yeah. a six-inch gap. Yeah, yeah. Re- reminiscent of Joseph McGrath's batting for the Ams. <laughs> Hopefully you're listening to this one, Maka. Love you, Maka. Over there. <laughs> Parent-teacher night's going well. Um, yeah, maybe tell them parents to listen to on the Esky. Yes. Maybe not the sixth graders. Patel, uh, yeah. this rate, he'll probably get a hat-trick in this over. <sighs> well, yeah. he's, he's had wicket, probably should have had a wicket. Wicked. Yeah. <laughs> he should have four in a row, really. Uh, Joe Root to save England. 
Let's talk about this Shield Cricket. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go through some Shield Cricket and we'll, if anything happens in the India game, we'll cover it. Can you first have a look at this for me? So, Just leave it, Max. So Pat Cummins is um, the, was the New South Wales captain for the Marsh Cup today? Yes. So he's, so, he's officially been named captain. He they've wa- taken it away from Peter Neville. Peter Neville. Peter Neville, I think, was the captain in that game, the three-day – the sorry, the, the first sh- official Shield game. Back, yep. Because uh, yep. Cummins sat out that game because so, uh, he was rested. Yes, yes. So yes. he so Cummins is the captain. He did captain the OD, uh, the one-day game they played. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, he mm-hmm. was rested for, for the, the, the long form mm-hmm. of Shield cricket and then – in the next game, which is underway? Yeah, day one. Day one day today. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's captain. So, that, of course, with your favourite grooming. A little bit of uh, grooming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bit yeah. of Ralph Harris. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, that's terrible. Um, but, yes, it's preparing him to possibly, you know, give him the captaincy mm-hmm. and give him a run at that uh, for a Possibly taking over the Australian. Oh, oh my okay. God, that's gone close. Tell us bowling them all sorts. Mm, mm. Uh, did you see the – if we were speaking about the New South Wales captain, did you see Steve Smith, uh, the little bit of chat of him on the radio? Not they, really. They no. were asking him about how, you know, Cummins being the, the captain because, you know, the, the whole idea is they allude to the fact that, hey, he's going to be Australian captain. Mm-hmm. How did you think mm-hmm. he went as Australian captain? Uh, well, as a, sorry, as New South Wales captain, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as a fast bowler. And um, Steve Smith very gave, very much gave a nonchalant answer to it. It was like, oh, it wasn't a really tough day in the field or anything like that. Like, he didn't have to do too much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, didn't back him, didn't go, oh, excellent job as a captain. He, he's, he's, you know... You know, he's the future of the New South Wales captain. Like I love the love plan for the bloke, that kind of thing, mm. uh, <clears throat> which led to a lot of people, especially the radio hosts that were doing these interviews, mm-hmm, like, "Oh, mm-hmm. that's um, it's a little bit odd that he didn't mm. come out and give him a heap of support." Yeah. and they're thinking, "Oh, maybe, maybe he still wants the captaincy," which of course doesn't surprise no me. Shit. No shit, no <laughs> shit. Um, but you know, didn't back well. Like he's he's equivalent in the bowling stocks. Mm, mm. Um, he. It's ugly. Him, he, he, and Cummins are one and one A and one B is best Australian uh, test players at the moment. Oh, definitely the best. That's the best bat and the best bowl. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is a bit of a storm and a teacup. What do you want the bloke to say? He fell on his sword with the whole yeah. sandpaper gate. Yeah. Sort of thing. He's now ava- uh, he's now available to be Australian captain. Like he's served his time. Yeah. He's what, what's he meant to go out there and say? Yeah, uh, Paddy should be the captain. I'm, you know, I, yeah. I don't want it. Rah, rah, that. Yeah. I, the competitor in him, of course, he wants it. Like. Yeah, exactly. And you got to, you know, appease the media and dickheads like us that sit around <laughs> drinking beer and talking about it. But um, oh, you can't blame Stephen for th- for that answer. And yeah, I th- I'm sure in his brain he was thinking, uh, "Listen here, you dickhead journalist. I, of course, I want to be Australian captain again. It's yeah. what every young boy that plays cricket wants to do one day. I think mm-hmm. a bit of a storm in a teacup. Yeah, and you know, we're not going to get an answer on this anytime soon. Till Tim Payne uh, gets sacked, yeah, uh, like, or goes out and makes five tons in a row, which I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, especially with the Ashes going up, like I'd uh, hope he makes yeah. five tons in a row. Mm, but mm. you know, if if the Ashes don't go go well, then I think Tim Payne's probably done. Yeah, and they'll look at for someone else. Uh, you know, th- 
they're grooming mm-hmm. Cummins to be that guy. If it's not him, Steve Smith, of course, in the conversation. Whether Cricket Australia wants to go as T Smith or not, my heart is love a shame. Like, we, we can talk about this for it's a love a shame about it, but yeah, yeah. That that's that's a end of the year discussion. We'll <laughs> we'll get to that um, after the Ashes, indeed. And just uh, a bit of sad news, I think. Uh, Mitchell Stark. Um, well, I think yeah. it's it's probably pretty poignant because we 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 got stuck into Stark last week with his form and the Shield cricket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we got stuck into him for his f- form over the summer. Um, it's come out this week that his um, old man has passed away from cancer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, cancer is not a thing that pops over uh, up overnight. So he's obviously been in this battle for a, quite a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's your old man, it's your father. So yeah. obviously Stark's mind's probably elsewhere as well, which may have affected his form. Yeah. So, you and know. Just, just oh, wish all the best to... To Starkey, Starkey yeah. and his family and, and his yeah. mum and, yeah. you know, cancer's, cancer's so, you know, so hey, fucked like. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't had a great great, great summer with the ball, um, but, can, you know, Maybe this news, you, yeah. you give him a pass, like, honestly. Yeah, yeah. of course. And and there's more to bloody life than, than sport, yeah, isn't there? Yeah. Um, you know, there yeah. are a lot. Especially you, someone like Father Fick, you know, I guess, I, I'm, I'm assuming Stark, you know, looks up to him and like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's like, yeah, no, it's, it's incredibly sad and, and yeah. it's something that was sort of away from the media and just wish um, Mitchell and, and, you know, his mum and his family all the best. Exactly. Um, you know, we criticise the yeah. player. I think, I, think he's got a bro- I think he's got a brother. Yes, he does. That does yeah. athletics. Um, yeah. yeah oh, ter- he won, won a gold medal in high jump, I think, yeah, or long jump, one of the two. Yeah, Stark, Stark's brother. I think you might be right there. Yeah, uh, I did see the story, but... Uh, maybe not maybe not Olympic Commonwealth com- yeah definitely I think that's com- what it is yeah definitely Commonwealth yeah. Probably, yeah. probably going to be on who, the Olympic team but yeah who cares like who cares about gold medals when you know when, exactly. you, when you lose your old man and but I think my point was uh, you know we criticise the player but you can't forget the person Yep. Like, yeah, know, there's there's more. You, you don't know. You see the field. You don't know what happens off it. That's and right. That's right. And for we'll, Starkey, like his old man's probably going through chemo, chemo treatment. Mm-hmm, He's probably in and mm-hmm. out of the hospital. Yeah, yeah. You know that that takes a toll on you. Yeah, like, for me- sure. Mentally, very different and, and very, physically, very like difficult it's, to stay. It's, it's definitely mentally sharp in that. Yeah, Brandon Stark. Any gossip? Yep. Uh, yeah. So gold medal in high jump 2018 Gold Coast. Uh, Commonwealth Games. Commonwealth, yeah. Is he a yep. big, tall lad like Mitchell? I'd assume so uh, if he's getting high jump medals. Six foot two. That's a little shorter oh, than I was expecting. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Boy's um, got hops. Does. He came 15th in the Rio Olympics. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So, How old is he? He's, he's, he's younger than Mitchell. He's much younger, yeah. Tw- 27, yeah. yeah. Uh, not, not much. Yeah. yeah. Three years So you choose me to be in line for Tokyo, but yeah. pretending Tokyo happens or not, mm. but yeah. Yeah, anyways, fuck, can, fuck cancer, I think, is the um, yes, is the take-home yeah. message from that. Big and, time. And all the best Very to Mitchell so. and, and his family. Um, yeah, yeah. Definitely another pretty scary or un- unusual story, I guess, is, is Mitch uh, Swepson is out uh, from the sh- rest of the Shield season. Mm-hmm. He's got a fracture in his C6. Uh, you know, it's, wow. it's a stress fracture. Yeah. No idea how that happens to a spinner. I don't really know how that happens to a cricketer. Maybe fielding-related injury? Fielding, perhaps. Uh, you just land on it wrong? Well, stress fractures tend to be overuse injuries that, True. that slowly sort of yeah. – uh, that develop, you hear about the quicks always it, getting it may, in, maybe in, in their, ro- like in like their lower back. Yeah, yeah maybe it's, it's a rotation like he's bowling. He just – Gets it in his spine a bit, but like yeah. you say, C6, that's high, isn't it? That's Highly like, unusual. Well, yeah. If if that if it's that, not it's not a low, it's not one of your lower back. It's in your it's, mate. It's, it's it's about here yeah, in, in your neck, and um, yeah. If yeah. you we're talking middle of neck for those that yeah are not listening that are just listening. Um, yeah. If you get a bad fracture in that, there's 
a chance you can be a quadriplegic. Yeah. So, so that's. I wonder. Wonder if maybe he's got a head flick, like in his bowling. He's got a head yeah. flick. Yeah. So head flick over and over the head. Flick I've, I've just. It's just something I've never heard of in yeah. in cricket, let, let alone in spinners. So. Mm. Hoping he has a, has a uh, a speedy and full recovery. Definitely, because um, well, he's he's the number two spin bowler in Australia at the moment. So yeah, essentially, <laughs> and and Warney's always talking about him about how you know they should should be looking at him in longer format. Um, yep. Yeah, have you got any anything else there on that story there, Jim? No, not really. Um, yeah, against I guess just reiterating, it's don't really know how it's happened. Yeah, it's yeah. obviously happens a lot with fast bowlers, but yeah, but even fast bowlers. I've never heard of it happening in the neck. That it's very common for them yeah. to get in their lumbar spine. You know, yeah, because yeah, it's da- down the, the here. Arching. Yeah, you know, put your back into it, bend your back. Your, your mm. Fast bowlers always get told to, to do that, but yeah. very strange injury. And, yeah. and hoping, yeah, he, he can come out of that unscathed. Yep. Do you want to cover some games? Can you find some swaps and highlights for me? I just want to let's have a quick yeah. look at his uh, form. I just sure, want to see. Sure thing. There's it's not too much to cover in the shield. We we yeah. did say that we want to commit to following the shield cricket. Hundred percent. Everyone in Australia wants to pick a Test 11. Not everyone is up to date with what's happening in the Shield. The other 50-odd blokes that are going around. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so New South Wales currently playing Victoria. Uh, Again? At Bank- Again? So this is... At Bankstown Oval. Yeah, so they, 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 yeah, they played last week, didn't they? Yes. And, and Victoria won that. Yes. Um, despite New South Wales' uh, star-studded lineup, mm-hmm. uh, The Vicks, uh, after a rain-affected start at Bankstown Oval, finished 7 for 168. Matt Short, 80 knot. He also had a couple of runs uh, last week. And then not much else from the Victorian bats. Uh, Harry Conway, believe it mm-hmm. or not, um, bowling third change, I believe, had three for 31 in a side which featured Copeland and Cummins. Yep. They also weren't too bad themselves. Copeland, um, was good. that's good numbers. Yeah, and so the, uh, Victoria will, will resume tomorrow, seven for 168, hoping for some good weather up in Sydney, mm-hmm. get a result or at least a bit of play in that game. And then the other game that's happening at the moment, South Australia, Western Australia at the Wacker. South Australia uh, had an absolute day, four for 335, and this ball is turning absolute right angles over in a metabad. Two, um, f- two feet, that one. Oh, Jeez. unbelievable. Jeez. If you want some turn on it, they can drop it in the dirt. Yeah, for turn. sure, for sure. Um, that's why they're six for two. <laughs> young young fella, Henry Hunt. Uh, he's actually out of Cowra, not far. Well, you've from, just from, you've just from, moved from games, Canberra. so South Australia to Western yeah. versus Western Australia. Yeah, f- yep, four for 335. The, at the uh, Wacker? At the South Australians. The new Wacker? Here, yeah. Or old Wacker? I think it's at the old Wacker. Oh, there you go. I think I believe it's at the old Wacker. Um, they didn't knock it down or anything. I'm, I'm, have a look at that. I'm pretty sure this is at the, the old Wacker. Uh, so it's, that's uh, Henry Hunt's second first-class ton. He did get one on debut against Tasmania in 2019. I think he's played five mm. games since then. Uh, about 23-year-old someone to keep an eye on there. Yep. And then oh, Travis, Travis, Head. Travis Head. That's what we want to see, boy. Not hurting his uh, his <laughs> uh, test uh, reselection uh, chances. 173 not off 184 balls, that's if good you don't strike mind. Right. Striking about good. 92 or something. Uh, and then there's another young gun. He didn't do too much today, but his name's Liam Scott. Um, and he's 20 years old. He's batting four for South Australia. Mm. Just someone to keep an eye on. Do want to mention that WA, no Jai Richardson, yeah. no Jason Berendorf, no Andrew Ty. They're all in New Zealand. Zealand yep. They've got Joel Paris. There's probably a couple of other quicks uh, to mention that, weren't playing today. I was having a look at a few of the names and not much experience there. Mm. Perhaps if those guys are in the side, it's a little bit of a different day there. 
at the Wacker. Is it? I, I'm sure. It, I'm. I think they still play at, at the Wacker. Yeah, they didn't knock the Wacker down, James. No, nah, I don't think there? so. I don't, yeah, it's not an Optus. I think stadium. they built it right next to it. Uh, yeah, Optus Stadium. Pretty sure it's it's pretty close. Wacker. Yeah, Wacker. Yeah. So Ooh. still still playing there, uh, and as as we speak, there's an uh, another review being taken here by India. She's this. That one may be a bit higher. This game dead set could be. There's, de- there's no tonight. bat. There's no bat. Long way forward. Long way forward. Yeah, I think he's got some decent bounce. If the last one missed, this one should miss. Hit him on the knee roll. Mm. Be interesting. It's in line. Oh, it's outside. It's come all the way back. That's Look how far that's come back. Yeah, come that's a long way back. Yeah, a lot of, of bounce. A bit of a shit review, that. Anyways, doesn't help England's situation at all. They're two for eight in the fourth over. Um, and Did outside, that, that's about it. About it for the Shield cricket? Anything to add in Uh, in our week of cricket? 90 minutes of cricket today? Yes. Uh, Swepson, did you find any highlights for Swepson? Can you whack something on the screen for me? Not much. I got this. Yeah, I just wanted to watch him bowl. So this was um, was playing for Australia Australia A in a practice game. Yeah, well, even unless he's injured his neck whipping around for appeals. He keeps his head up. Yeah, his head's straight. It's not like he flicks it or... That's right. Just just let it just let it play. And we'll yeah, oh, he he he. Yeah, but he ducks it down a little bit. I don't know if that's violent enough to no, no. think to bring he, that on. His body rotates around when he's yeah, this, coming this through, but his head stays straight. But oh, it's a, li- there's a, a little. There's a little. There's a little. There's a little, a little whip in it. Yeah, I guess. whip whip down to the left. Um, so maybe that's it. He's just part of that duck down. Like you got to remember, he he'll bowl. You know. Thousand balls in this, and then a thousand balls in training every day. So yeah, re- highly repetitive, but <laughs> yeah, very very unusual injury for a spinner, and just hoping he he makes it, a, a, quick, a those, quick and full those, recovery. There's neck strength Definitely. muscles, and yeah, coming from uh, the doctors here on the Esky yes, Sports yeah. Doctors. <laughs> yeah, but I will say that there is a little bit of a you know he ducks it down into the left there to like a little bit of a flick. Um, which maybe that maybe that's all it is, and like we said, the rep- repetition, the you know hundred thousand balls he bowls every year, that that's just worn him down over the last decade. So maybe I think hundred thousand might be over. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably bowls five thousand a year, ten thousand. Yeah. yeah, it'd be yeah, it'd be interesting to see how his there, form. There you go. There's him bowling to David Warner and in the nets and just killing him. It'd be interesting to see what his form looks like after this, whether it's yeah, if they, um, change if they have a, a look bit. at it and tweak it a little bit. Because, yeah, like looking at it, there's, you know, the little bit of the head turn, the duck down there. Jeez, he's which maybe Davey there, hasn't to, he? To rip it, that's moved so oh, far. That's moved so where, where, where are they doing that in India? Jesus. That, that's <laughs> that, looks like that looks like hit. That looks like in the Perth nets or something. Yeah, got some turn out of that. Whatever, would anyone like a beer? I think that yes, I'd like a beverage, and I think that'll wrap up cricket for this week. Ninety minutes of cricket. We will oh, we cut it. that into a few short feeds. Yes, definitely. Awesome. Uh, thank you if you followed through the whole po- podcast. If you're in this deep already, please like and subscribe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, domestic sports. Uh, some NRL. Take it away, Sean. Well, I think I think there's a whole bunch of stories about Cameron Smith. Let's start with there. Uh, Melbourne named two new coaches, so Jesse Bomrich and Dane Finucane, uh, you know, long-term players with the Storm, 
Dale for Nugan. Dale, sorry. What did I say? Dane. Dane, sorry, Dale. Uh, why did I read that as a name? <laughs> Dale for Nugan. Um, you know, long-time players, uh, both played, you know, well, one's played Origin, one's played for the Kiwis, both won bulk amount of premierships with, with the Storm. storm. Mm-hmm. So they, they can definitely cover it. But I think the main thing is, hey, Melbourne have now announced two captains, their former captain, Karen Smith, uh, off contract still. So it looks like Storm is starting to move on. Of course, the, the season starts in two weeks. So mm-hmm. I think they've kind of gone writings on the wall. No Cameron this year. If Cameron's going to play, it maybe going to be in Queensland considering he's moved his whole family up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but leading towards more retirement. Yeah, this far out, you'd think you'd know. You'd think. Yeah, sport's done some weird things to us. Yeah. In, in um, we talked about the Titans mm-hmm. a little bit last week, Cameron Smith. Um, it looks like the Titans have kind of officially ruled themselves out. Mm. They're under a little bit of an investigation at the moment because um, they paid out. You know how Fafita had that trespassing um, case at the start of the year? He, he, I think he was trying to hook up with some bird and went to the house right. and her old man um, was there and kicked him out and <laughs> was like, you're, you're trespassing, blah, blah, blah. I must have missed that. So I heard of Fafita. Yeah, they, they, yeah. That's move what from you do Bri- when you're 15. Not yeah, move from <laughs> move it, move from Brisbane to the Titans. So yeah, right. big name signing for them. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like the Titans may have made a little bit of a payment uh, to said uh, home owner. For this the, is a, a highly alleged. Well, the NRL's looking into it because yeah. they want to know if they did make this payment. Because two, it may actually fall under the salary cap because it's in relation to David Fafita, oh, really? which then means like <laughs> I think it's like a fifty thousand dollar payment. So if that is the case, then uh, they don't have enough money to fit uh, Cameron Smith under the salary cap. So that's why they're kind of ruling it out. So they're like, uh, okay, yeah, we actually can't chase. That $550,000 question we said last week is now, uh, do you want to take half a mil? Because <laughs> we, we don't have any money left. That's very juicy. We'll see how that develops. What yeah. a bloody soap opera. Oh, absolutely. Cause, and then Brisbane are like, wait, Cameron Smith's on the market? Yeah. So they've, you know, they've got... Uh, Cameron was in Suncorp doing some presentation during the week. Mm. Um, so they've yep. roped in, you know, uh, old boys that are around the club, the millionaires and that, and say, like, hey, come play for Brisbane. Come join the, <laughs> join the Broncos. So I think they may be on the cards. I think it's at this point it's like a 95% chance he's retired mm-hmm. and 5% out likely chance that he plays for Brisbane. What do you got there, Jim? Any goss? Otherwise, yeah, he's definitely retired. He was at um, a bloody trial oh, game. He yeah. was at the Titans trial game during the week. He was. So, again, you know, throwing out rumours rumors about that. But, you know, Cameron Smith, he's been around the sport for 40-odd years. He's, <laughs> he absolutely loves his NRL. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely <laughs> loves his NRL. He's going to follow – he's going to. Fo- he's in Queensland. He's like, oh, the mm. boys are playing. I'll go down and watch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sitting, in the, sitting in the crowd trying to – maybe he needs a better disguise, let's put it that way. Maybe. Um, yeah, nothing much. Yeah. Uh, I think at that at that um, thing with the old boys said that he's still got a big decision to make. So mm. Mm. Yeah. he's probably a flip of a coin at the moment. Yeah. Mm. It sounds like Melbourne's definitely ruled him out. Titans can't get him. So sounds it's like, it. like whether well, do I want to play a season with, with uh, Brisbane? Because Kevin Walters is there. Walters won on origin. I think that was the year after Cameron retired. I don't think. Walter's ever had Cameron in the squad Mm -hmm. from memory. So he may not have played for Kevin. Of course, Mm. was – oh, maybe not because Mal was the coach before then and I don't think Kevin was involved in the – as an assistant coach. 
and Cameron wouldn't have been involved when Wayne and Kevin were back in Brisbane at all. So it's I'm trying to make connections here. Yeah, with whether there's like, hey, there's a bit of a relationship there that maybe they could do a deal or something like that. But yeah, I I'd, I'd say Cameron's retired at this point. Yeah, time will tell, and we should know in the next mm. week or two. So money aside, would Cameron want to play for the Broncos? Well, it's outside the Roosters. It's the premier club in the league. So, so well, it's the biggest biggest supporter base. Yeah, and if he wants, yeah. You know, but last look at last season. True. How how would how do you reckon they'll go this season? Uh, well, if you put Cameron Smith in that squad, they're going to be better. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I want you to Good do. Good enough for Cameron Smith, though. Jimmy, this is what I want you to do to answer this question. Have a look at that hat that you're wearing. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. Yeah. If you, well, if who, you who ask, else is Cameron Smith bringing if, to the Broncos though? If, if you <laughs> asked me 18 months ago, is Tom Brady going to leave yeah. New England to go to Tampa Bay to try and win a, win a Super Bowl down there yeah. with a mediocre team? Uh, not putting Tampa in the same boat as Brisbane. That probably be like him going to the New York Jets or Jacksonville <laughs> at this stage. But uh, uh, yes, yep, you can't rule it out, you, can you? You can't I, rule I'll, it out. If I'll, I'll if you, you said that. that, if you were trying to pitch that to me 15 months ago, saying Brady Brady's going to go to Tampa to try and win a Super Bowl down there, I'd say fuck off, get off the drugs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, Brady took they were a wild card team, so I think Cameron could take Brisbane from a you know. They got the spoon, didn't they? Yeah, from Spooners. Yep. I think they, you could take them to the eight. They could be the eight spots. from one player? Just from, yeah. I think raises all boats. Yeah. So I, I, and that leadership possibly, you possibly. Put, you put him in that spine. They've got a, you know young guys. Maybe it's exactly what Milford needs. Mm. He needs mm. that veteran that guy that can, that can run him around and he can then just play his natural mm. game, which mm. is you know the movements around there, the showpiece kind of spot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I yeah. think he could do that. Do I think he's going to... Uh, well, the other point I was going to make is you know, Brisbane in Premier Club. Cameron, of course, been doing some more commentary in the last year. Um, you know, do you play a year at Brisbane just to set yourself up? Like LeBron went to LA. Do you put yourself in a, the core market you want to be in? Because, you know, everyone knows he played for Melbourne. Everyone hates him because he played for Melbourne. <laughs> do you play a year at Brisbane so you can then be around the Queensland? You be in the Queensland media for the sport, you set yourself up for the next 10 years um, career-wise, uh, or do you just disappear into the ether and and retire? Oh, like, he, w- he won't disappear into the ether. He'll definitely be doing something media or coaching related, you'd yeah. think. Yeah, he's, I, I will say, you know, I said he was hated because he was at Melbourne. He, he did win 10 Origins for Queensland. He, so so he he's was, loved in it Queensland. It was love-hate. It was love-hate, yeah. yeah. And anyone that that is not a Queensland fan or a Melbourne Storm fan tends to – Yes, strongly dislike Cameron yes. Smith, just no. like Tom Brady. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You hate the fact that he's so good and that he wins all the bloody time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, does he? Does he? You know, go to Brisbane, make himself a face, uh, help Kevin Walters out. Maybe they bring Bellamy in next year, uh, and then he becomes, you know, an assistant coach to Bellamy. Of like, you can see, you can see that story being. Yeah, written. you could. Yeah, yeah. But I honestly think he'd retire. Time will tell. I know what I would do. I would be on a golf course with six to eight beers every day for the rest of my life. Um, but obviously he's got a family and shit to look yeah, after. Yeah. But I'd be surrounded by bulk bitches. Actually, <laughs> 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 I uh, hope you're not at, uh, an hour and 45. She's never going to be two hours deep in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so Walters was assistant coach at the Storm. There you go. There's connection. I found it. Yeah. It's there. Yeah, 
uh, you're doing that. Alan, Alan so. off hangover, <laughs> just trying to just grab some numbers and, and get them to fit. Yeah. Yeah. No, the classic mean of trying to explain the story with all the ropes connected and that. Yeah. Well, well we found well, the connection. There yeah, it is. Maybe may in two weeks when he's named in Brisbane Broncos starting 13. Yeah, you heard it here on the well, Esky. You've got a few like that recently. Yeah. A few JJ Watt calls. <laughs> a few come to mind. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, All-Stars game, obviously none of us saw – I don't know about uh, – did you guys catch I the didn't, end of it? I didn't catch the actual game. I saw no. the – Some idiot was getting married the next day. Yeah, that's yeah. probably didn't help us. Yeah. Uh, I did see the intros, so the the um, the Indigenous war cry beforehand and the mm. Maori haka, both in very impressive. Uh, yeah. Definitely G out for the game. Mm. The game itself, uh, from all reports, was a bit sloppy, a bit of drop ball, mm. not unexpected for the first game of the year. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, finished in a 10, ten all draw. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anyone was uh, competitive towards the end. Like they were. You saw uh, how it finished, but didn't you? Oh no! Go go. So there was ten eight with a minute left to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Ma- Maori's up. Yeah. And Cody Walker thought that it goes to uh, golden point. point. So he's like. There was oh, a, we'll tie it up a bit. Yeah, so, and then Laurie Daly apparently <laughs> knew that that didn't go to Golden Point and he was trying to get a message out, couldn't get the message yeah, we out. we need to score try, yeah. They they kick it and it finishes in the 10-0 draw. Uh, it sounds like if we had to miss a game, this was the one to miss, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, it was a bit sloppy and I think there was a bit of feeling in it as well. There was um, a bit of coming together, no real biffo to talk mm, about, mm. but... Um, just a bit of passion. Bit of, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's the best way to explain it. A bit of passion. Pl- you're playing, you know, for your heritage. Uh, you'd, yep. you'd question a bloke if there wasn't passion. Yep. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, so oh, – and again, we spoke about it last week. I I like this format. Uh, they used to have the NRL All-Stars. Well, I think it's good because, you know, the Queensland guys, you miss out on the guys that, say, play represent New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So they don't get mm. to play in that. And of course, the – you know, they play against Australia plus New Zealand. Mm-hmm. But you do miss out on, I don't want to say it's second tier, but you miss out on all those other Murray guys that say not playing for New Zealand but are playing in the NRL all the time. They're mm-hmm. big names. Yep. Um, getting them to play against, um, you know, good talent and the Indigenous team is stacked full of talent. So mm-hmm. I think it's just excellent. And as, it's as, just a better format. As we spoke about on the Esky last week, uh, all those Melbourne guys unable to travel up. Um, mm, yeah. uh, your Bromwiches, uh, there was a whole whole list, wasn't there? Adokar, car, et cetera. Car, yeah. car, uh, the, the cheese. Yeah, uh, the cheese. So that that opened up the, the door for a lot of guys to go out there and, and you know, get a, a rep Guernsey. And whilst the game mightn't have turned out as entertaining as it could be, it's a really good opportunity for those youngsters. Mm, definitely. Let's run through some player news. So I guess the first one to start off with is your boy, um, he sounds a bit unwanted at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Corey Norman, he gets suspended for one week and has a $20,000 fine. He has another week outstanding, so he's like good behaviour. Yeah, pro- uh, probation type thing. But the question I think of this is, well, this is a bit harsh because he's with Seguiaro um, and it sounds like uh, Seguiaro is actually being provoked and being racially abused. Yes. Corey Norman stepped in to mm-hmm. um, separate this. Look out for his this. mate. They're good mates. Look out, look out for his mate. Um, and then... You know, someone starts throwing punches, uh, and they're, they're in self-defense mode at the moment. Yeah. So, yep. throwing punches back. And there's a, there is a little bit of video uh, brawl ensued. Yeah, uh, 
Well, maybe I've got my red and white glasses on, but yeah, I do think it's a little bit unfair. If to miss a game, I think well, it's a bit unfair. Well, and twenty thousand dollars is is a lot of money. Well, I can understand. Uh, yeah, hey, you brought the game into disrepute. Um, yeah. you're in the media for the wrong reasons again. Yes. I can understand the fine, maybe not twenty grand, uh, but the whole story, if true, as well. Yeah, that, well, hey, that's, that's always two sides to every yeah, story, yeah, isn't if, there? If they were being racially abused and this like, and and the other blokes have, have thrown the first punch, for exactly, which again, is what it looks like from the video. Yeah, again, like you'd say, why well, isn't the NRL out here supporting them, backing them? You know, what am I where, where's, where's where's the racial justice? Where's yes. the yep. um, you know, the backing of the players in this instance versus yeah. and you, you we're in the fucking media again, suspension, fine, yeah. away we go. And and race aside, what are you meant to do if, if you're out in the street and someone throws a first punch? Yeah. You're just meant to just, just get punched in yeah. the head? Yeah. Well like like I don't know. Then there's an argument, I suppose, to say, oh, why they get themselves in that position or uh, they're leaving dinner with, with like with, they're on a with, double, with some women, like they're, they're on a double date. Yeah. It wasn't five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, like mm. I don't yeah. know. It's they weren't like heavily intoxicated. No, or like that. no, they just just gone down the wrong street and running the wrong boys. Yeah, no. I feel I feel a little bit for Corey okay. and for yeah. for James Seguiaro, and obviously Seguiaro hasn't been uh, hasn't been punished by the NRL, so there's no consistency. I don't know. It all to me, it all just stinks a little bit, yeah. and and I do feel for the boys I, here. I think as you know as Stars, you know, these guys are professionals, but as guys that play at sport at elite level and are well known, you you got a target on your back. There's always going to be blokes. Of course, there is. There's always going to be nuffies out there that are going to get stuck in here on the street. Yep. So yeah, yes, you got to pick and choose your your battles, of course. But yeah, you just, you just want to avoid this stuff because we didn't. I didn't put a note in here, but did you see the the OSU boys, the two wide receivers, the college footballers? I did, did hear about yeah, it and over the weekend they were. In, in, in a, in a bar in the bathroom and you know yep. you know words are being exchanged but for, unfortunately for them they've run across some guys that you know much shorter than them much smaller boys mm. but uh, amateur MMF, MMA fighters mm. as in guys that are professionally well been trained mm. um, and get the you know uh, I'd say they probably had thirty to forty pounds on the, both these mm. blokes mm. and they've had their asses absolutely handed to them yeah, right. so you got to remember as well of like you know. Uh, luckily for Norman and uh, Segarra and this, that they didn't run into um, – because you don't know the block. You could run into some absolute killers out there. Yeah, yeah. So you, gotta, you just got to be aware of your situations and aware of, you know, even if you're getting abused and that sort of stuff, you just yeah. – I don't want to say turn the blind eye to it, but you just got to understand, you know, position. You've got always going to be a target, no matter – even yeah. if you're a white fella. Like, you, yeah. you're always going to get attacked by dickheads. Like, it just happens. But it's, it's – I can't, I can't give well, – I, I don't think we can give Norman advice in this period. Like, I think you did the best in the situation you could. You got out there with um, everything intact. You mm. can play football mm. in a week's time. Yeah. Um, I think the NRL probably should have backed you in this. Mm. Definitely. I agree. It's, it's hard to be in that situation. It's very reactive. Like, you yeah. don't know – Oh yeah, you don't know what, and you're outnumbered too. I think yeah. it was two against six. Like, mm, mm. yeah, that's not a fair fight. Fuck these guys. <laughs> is there any? There's no footage there of it, is there? No, there's there's footage. I think there is. Scroll down, and I think there's footage in yeah. Twitter. So yeah. Anyways, I think I think the moral of the story is uh, hard done by. Hard, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we all think he's a little bit hard done by him. Yeah, because well, let's let's jump into Tommy Turbo. So uh, he's uh, done his hammy. He's going to miss the first three weeks. 
uh, said he was hurt in got hurt in the shower, mm-hmm. uh, slipped in the shower. The night before video comes out that um, he's, I think it was on Instagram, uh, he's doing a sprint match with a fan mm-hmm. down the middle of Bloody Manly. Quick uh, that, whoever is, <laughs> is quick, yeah. bloody quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tommy May gave him a little bit of a head start and had to get up to mm. speed. But, yeah, Tommy Turbo um, couldn't get the turbo going mm, mm. and got beaten in this. But, again, like – uh, I don't think it was like super late out on the town, but you know, you're out in the town, fans are going to be like, hey, Tommy, have a race with me. Let's run down here. And Tommy's just like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah, I've had a few beers. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Probably yeah. why he slipped over the shower. Yeah, but in the shower. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, he said, yeah, I didn't pull my hammy doing this. Like, uh, I, it definitely happened afterwards. He's tried to clarify it, but it's not a great look for him, unfortunately. No. What was his good hammy as well, not his bad hammy that yeah, he's hurt. And been ravaged by all these hamstring injuries as well. Yeah, which is not, as well. not great for him too if it's his uh, good hammy now getting hurt. Uh, oh, a little bit of a tough story here. Sammy Burgess. Um, no, all sorts of From story. bad to worse. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So Monday, uh, random drug test uh, in the Southern Highlands. Uh, returns a positive result um, for the on, for the cocaine for the for the coca. Uh, also charged with driving out a license, unregistered vehicle. Yeah. Was on the way to pick his kids up. Mm, uh, he had a um, charge for intimidating his father-in-law. Going, so gone through a messy divorce. Uh, yeah. Quick question for you: mm. How long does coke stay in your system for? I don't know off the top of my head. But could it, it could have this been the previous night bender? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I, I imagine it's from the night before. Yeah, um, I, I'm assuming he's not done a bump and then got in the car to go pick his kids up. No, I'm assuming he's out partying, uh, probably spiraling out of control a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, doing doing some illicit drugs and then you know the next day it's like I'm feeling right. Yeah, go pick the kids up. But it's still in my system. No, and look, I don't want to be offensive, but he's obviously broken the law. But I also, I also feel he's in, feel he's in a tough spot. Like yeah, yeah, and you just kind of it's want, not going to help him to get everything right. And you want his uh, the the main thing is the kids. But yeah, definitely. The, I'll 100%. feel feel for those. That I think he's got two two little girls and. Yeah, and the way that family's going through family court at the moment, mm. it's not going to help his chances. Like, nah, it's, it's, but realistically, it's a bloody shit show, really. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. the the mother could very much go in and it's like, "Hey, look at this. Yeah. I, want full, I want full custody." Yeah, which you know is not going to help Sam at all. That's nah. just going to spiral it more. Yeah, control. you just hope all parties yeah. can can sort yeah. of his his brothers, live, of course, and have come out in support yeah. and said like he's yeah. a top bloke. You know, he's in a tough spot at the moment. Yeah, again, it's just one of those. You know, one of those situations that just sucks mm. that you get in as a human being. Mm, mm. Don't want to put fuel on the fire and obviously wish Burgess all the best, but he was dropped from South Sydney back in October for. Mm-hmm. Well, he stood down. I stood think. Stood down, yeah. I think then he kind of came back and was around the club, mm. but uh, he's definitely. But again, st- it was drug related, so. Well, no, he got stood down. Oh, what would he get stood down for? Was it was the case was coming up and they said why were you you letting him still coach if the case? Uh, yeah, I think it was because he got charged with, with that intimidation. Yeah, of, of I think his it was around then. And then this has come out, so it's, it's you know, I, unfortunately for him, he can't be around Wayne, who I think's probably his rock at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he's got his brothers there. 
Uh, I know him, him, and Russell, here. him and Russell Crowe are very close yeah. as well. So, so hopefully yeah. Souths can get around him and help him through this as best yeah, as possible. definitely, yeah. definitely. He's um, due to face the Mossvale local court May 4, see how that one unfolds. Um, a, a good news uh, story for South Latrell. Uh, Mitchell signs a two-year deal at a cool $1.7 million. It's not bad money there yeah, in the NRL. 850k a year. Uh, he's only 23. People for, so I, I, when I read that he was 23, I was like, hasn't he been playing for like a decade? Like, <laughs> he's been around a hot like, Yeah, it, he's got a, a wealth Obviously of experience. Obviously he started at 18, so he's probably yeah. five years deep at this point. Can yeah. you have a look, Latrell Mitchell? He's played over 100 first grade games, hasn't he? He's, has oh, I'd say easy. If he's played five years, it's probably 150 at this point. No, oh, I'll say less than that, but but I'd say over 100. And so, no, This would be his fifth season on that math. So he's probably at 120-ish. James will be able to tell us very shortly. Uh, he's obviously gotten paid. 111. There you go. Okay. Me missed a few. 111 first grade games at the age of 23 is fucking impressive. So yeah. good on Latrell. Obviously, uh, form been not quite what it was as as that electrifying 20-year-old, you know, 19-year-old, uh, hoping he can find... That uh, form again. Uh, as a Dragons fan, I hope he doesn't. But as a fan <laughs> of the game and a fan of the sport, uh, I hope he does. Uh, and then Adam Reynolds, the opposite. Yeah. yeah, Adam Reynolds can't get an extension on his deal. Yeah, what's going on there? Well, it's. Uh, I think they've offered him. Well, he wants a three-year deal. Mm-hmm. Um, they've offered him only one more, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's for decent money, but it's not premier money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's also looking like, hey, I'm probably the third best halfback in the league at the moment. Top five, I'll give him. Yeah. 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 So it's like, hey, I want to get paid as well. Uh, Knowing South's also brought Benji in 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 that squad to Mm -hmm. help, I guess, mentor um, them. Like I thought maybe it was because Reynolds had been hurt a bit. They didn't want to commit to him long term. But he played all the games last year. Mm. Um, His kicking game, phenomenal. Uh, one of the main reasons they were very high on the on the table and mm. deep went mm. deep into the finals. So, yeah, only thirty years old. I think he turns thirty one towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not super old. No, nah, still, right still plenty, plenty of time. Yeah, he could still play another three. Or f- he could four, four give him a three year deal. He could definitely see out. Yeah, a three year for deal. sure, for sure. I just, I guess, what do you think he's worth? If we say he's top five, because well, like elite halfbacks are getting yeah a mil a year. Yeah, well, if if you go through that list, you've got um, DCE's on what, about one point three. Yeah, well, DCE and Cleary are probably your top two. One point two ish. Ben top. Hunt's on bloody one point two, one point one. Yeah, you get paid overs though, <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's not top five. But if you say DCE and Cleary are your top two halfbacks, yeah, well then you'd say Adam Reynolds is worth nine hundred. Yeah, he's he's probably fits into the in that three, four, or five range, yeah. to, depending on who you want to compete. You know, you could. You could pick and choose who of those yeah. three are. Yeah. So, yeah, he's probably in that range and looking to get that paid. But, yeah, it doesn't sound like South's willing to um, pay that much mm. and then commit to him for that length of time because mm-hmm. that's, say it's nine, that's a $2.7 million deal for mm. three years. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. Is he contract, contracted till the end of the year, do you know? Oh, he's, this season. Yeah. He, so he's off contract at the end of the year. So he's, he's like, hey, I want to stay. I want a long-term deal. I want to be, you know, South's for – you, you yeah, know, one cr- one club yeah, team. Career, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I hate to do it to Burgess again, but it's reported that Rabbitohs have 
learnt from their mistakes with Burgess and his four-year contract where mm. he retired one year in. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's different though. He got, it's, he got hurt. It's, it is sh- different. But it, it, it like his body like was fucked. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it, that's what it's reported. Like the Rabbitohs are thinking, well, maybe he's turning 30, he's getting older, we don't want to yeah, lock ourselves in Yeah, but he doesn't, pl- he doesn't play in the contract. forward pack though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not making forty yeah, plus tackles true. and twenty odd hit ups a game. <laughs> yeah, be interesting to see what happens there with Adam Reynolds. Last rugby league story, and this well, there's, there's, there's plenty of clubs that would be out there looking to oh, feel oh like definitely. they want Adam Reynolds. Yeah, like definitely, there's heaps of clubs that would be chasing him. This is kind of makes me laugh, kind of makes me a little bit cranky. Well, do you want, before you get in it, do you want me to clarify? So uh, it was announced the league saved uh, overall $65 million in operation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, they worked it out. Uh, it was like $144 million or something was to run the league. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, wow, that's a fuckload of money. Mm-hmm. So a part of, you know, of course, COVID, um, they didn't make profit in this. Uh, they still had a loss. But I think uh, what they were expecting um, – I think it was meant to be like 89 or like close to 90 odd mil um, difference. They managed to save 65 mil, of course, mm-hmm. bringing that gap down. So they lost about 30. Yeah, yeah. And I think they did other stuff as well to then kind of cover it. So, of course, they're trying to make sure the league didn't go broke. Yeah. was the main thing. Uh, but most of the 65 million was done from cutting staff, mm-hmm. uh, cutting existing wages, uh, trying to, you know, bring it all down and consolidate so to the point where, hey, we can then have a league this year um, and then, of course, try to build the funds up. Mm, mm. You know, there was a whole talk about the start of last season. There's like, where's uh, where's the treasure chest? Why haven't they been storing money away for however long? Mm. So that, hey, the rainy day money, when this sort of thing happens, uh, that you need to then, you know, pull money out of your ass, mm. that you've got money there. Of course, you know, the league's been spending money left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably a bit of a credit to Villandis coming in that they've cut the league back so much to save money that maybe, you know, it sucks. I guess it sucks for all the people that lost their jobs in this process. Mm. Uh, but maybe this now can then help for the next decade mm-hmm. put the rugby league in a spot where it's then more profitable, where they can employ more people and have mm-hmm. more jobs long term. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll do it for. Rugby league for this week. Mm-hmm. Let's go south. Yeah, south-ish, south-ish. I guess. <laughs> south southwestish. Stay on the east. Ron, Ron Barassi line. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard of that one. Have I explained that to you this before? It's pretty much like a line. It's a bit rough, but <laughs> goes like diagonally through Australia and splits it into rugby league and AFL territory. So you know, starting that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, so you pretty much get New South Wales. ACT Queensland in it, and then uh, the Southwest. Anyways, Google yeah. Google Rob line. I swear <laughs> I didn't make it up. Before we get in the AFL, uh, let's probably give an update in India. So Patel got another wicket. So England are now twenty six for three. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ball is absolutely turning and bouncing all over the place. So they trail by seven here with seven wickets in hand. Yes, this Test match is going to be over tonight, <laughs> and if not tonight, definitely on day three. <laughs> definitely. Because like Ashwin's getting so much variable bounce, like it's done, like that stays down. The previous one, you know, I almost went over pants head. So, it's and, a, and it's turning like there's a foot, a, two it's feet. A montro- it's an absolute monstrosity of a of a deck. Let's let's be honest. Yeah, for for a day two pitch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if this match is done by day two, you can say, well, uh, this pitch is probably not real great. 
There you go. Stoke's still looking to yeah. attack. Good thing for England is they've got the two best batsmen in there at the mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Let's hope they can stay there and put on a bit of score so India have something they can chase versus the three-run lead they currently have. AFL. So one of the stories came out during the week, uh, Hugh McLuggage, the boy, the luggage, uh, he signed on for another three years at Brisbane, uh, keeping that core nucleus of players in the club. Mm-hmm. Of course, McLuggage was Brisbane's first pick four years ago now, mm-hmm. I think it was. Yeah, uh, de- developing into a really good footballer. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he filled his role very much and now trying to excel into – you know, elite status. Yep, yep. Especially with a lot of the Brisbane boys coming through from that. Yep. Uh, from those couple of drafts around McLuggage as well. Yeah, probably had that trying good, to move. that good status at the moment, trying to go to elite. elite. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. And as we talked in their window, very much they want to capitalize on the window they're in. They've got the team there. You know, um, I think this kind of speaks well to the coach resigned last week. Mm. Uh, McLuggage has seen, hey, the coach is committed. To Brisbane, I'm going to commit to Brisbane as well. So I think they're going to try to keep that core nucleus around. Um, no inside scoops at this point, but I'd say the Berry boys, are, I think both Jared and um, Thomas have extended last year or the year before. So I think they're both around for another th- like two years mm-hmm. at Brisbane mm-hmm. um, after this season. So the you know, guys that came in all together, uh, trying to keep that Brisbane nucleus together. Mm-hmm. Let's have a, have a look at the new man on the mark rule. Um, so they've. Chat- I thought that was interesting because um, team. Well, to clarify. Teams are playing inter uh, club games at the moment. There's, there's some a, some intra and then yeah, that, some yeah. where they're. At, I think Carlton and Essendon yeah. have got a game scheduled. Exactly. With, so yeah. as part of that, they've got the umpies there to um, phys, um, officiate those mm-hmm. games, mm-hmm. Uh, so they can actually then try out some of these new rules, and it's. Quite interesting. I, th- I think this is probably the main one, and this may affect the season. I think they're going to blow this a lot to start mm. the year. They're mm-hmm. going to be clamp it down so they can get it, you know, clear that hey, this is the rule of going forward, um, and hopefully it eases off towards the end of the season as guys get more comfortable with mm-hmm. it. Do you want to cover what the new rule is? Yeah. So essentially, the man of the mark is effectively banned from moving side to side. Uh, they're going to allow a tiny bit of lateral movement. Well, um, in the intra-cup games, they haven't allowed any movement really? at so this point. <laughs> it's been pretty rough. Yeah, so then they hand out a 50-metre penalty. And um, a, f- a free 50 from it is yeah, rough so, too. Yeah, so if the man of the marks has shifted too far left or right, 50-metre penalty. What does this mean for the game going forward? i tell you what, for big, slow morons like me, it's it's very difficult because uh, if, if there's a, a ruckman or a... You know, a, a slower player standing there on the mark and you've got your jet, you know, winger or, or midfielder that's got the footy, you just take them on. The, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, you can't move laterally to, to anticipate and to sort of jockey. Which I yeah. think is kind of the problem from what I've seen from some of the intra-cup games is guys that are, you know, they've taken the mark and they're going to kick the ball, they've got a guy on the mark. Mm. Uh, as he's going to kick the ball, say he drifts right or left to then put a, you know, takes two or three steps to kick the ball. Guy on the mark... You know, out of habit, drifts with him, you know, moves like two feet. Mm-hmm. And they've been blowing the whistle. Blowing the whistle and saying, hey, you've moved off the mark. And he was yeah. like, well, that's a bit rough. <laughs> I'd say that's a bit rough. Yeah. Like if you're, you know, dicking around, running back and forth, uh, you know, multiple metres, you know, bouncing up and down on the mark, mm. uh, I could understand like, hey, you're just getting the rules here. It's, yeah. you're, you're off the mark. I but know, I, it seems but like I'd say if the bloke's moving, he's 
kind of moving where the mark is. So yeah. I, I think. Well, I, I think we'll see. Have to see how how, how it plays that. out. Yeah, I have to see how it goes in the start of the season. Yeah, how strict they are. Maybe they're being overly strict of it in these. Just try and try and get it in their heads. Exactly in their heads that hey, this is the rule. We're gonna be blowing it. We'll blow it heaps now. So mm, then when mm. we get into week one, two, and three, that we can blow it less. Wonder why, dude? Think to try and speed up the game. You know, you I don't can know. Have like, more guys yeah. taken. Honestly, off. like I was gonna ask, what like, is this? What problem? What problems yeah. is this solving? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. If it's not broken, don't fix it. That's what I would have thought. I, I imagine the idea is to make it even faster and, you know, given um, guys... Puts bit, it in the hands of maybe the speed guys that they can yeah, they get can, off their mark and get away. And, yeah. you know, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Maybe it's the sicker guys on the mark, you know, going left and right, left and right, trying to put the, the kicker off, but trying to kick goals. You sort of go with it. Like a, a guy that's that's got the kick and... Well, he's he, going to take his time. Like, he's got his routine anyway. Yeah, but so then... But then if but kicking then, for goal, though, but, like, yeah. in the middle of the pitch, it's different. Yeah, they, they gen, generally... Oh, it depends on the situation. But, well, yeah, the, yeah. but the thing is, in the past, you got a guy on the mark here and then this guy's got the kick. He can, he can take off 90 degree, degrees to the right, 90 mm. degrees to the left. He can try and take you on. Yeah. Like... And outside what, what, the what's wrong with just with, with just being able to to jockey on the mark like that? Yeah, yeah, I think it. I think it's a dumb rule. Yeah, yeah, outside of kicking for goal, like the guy who's taking the mark, he's kicking anywhere he wants. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and he can take you on on top of that. Yeah. So yeah, I've I've completely forgotten um, Cameron's last name, the Brisbane Lions forward, Rainer. No, no, no. Oh, not Cameron Rainer. Well, who am I thinking of? Oh, Charlie Cameron. That's Charlie. Right. Yeah, Charlie. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of Cameron. I've a got Cameron. the right one. Yes. A Cameron. I think this rule like highly Imagine. benefits him. Oh yeah. Because if you got a, a big defender on the mark, yeah. you're gonna go. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie uh, going. Sam, yeah. you can't move, and he's he's past you before exactly. you, before you yeah. can blink exactly. an eye. I can have two or three steps. Mm-hmm. You know, Fain, I'm gonna kick this, and then I'm taking off. Yep. You yep. can't move, and I'm away, and I've already created separation from you. Yeah. Goal time. So yeah, I, I I'd be interested to see how like Charlie Cameron goes. Like, yeah, just take if he's scoring you know, five, six goals every week in the start of the season, you'd be like, oh, maybe this rule's not real great. <laughs> I'd be interested to see how many marks he takes un- uh, in the inside 50 to be. Good point. He's not a leaper. I do see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it does give the advantage to the guy with the yeah. footy. We'll see how it plays out. But I guess uh, if you think more midfield, those smaller midfielders around the Ruckman, like, you know, if you, you know, one-on-one, you're small and he's big, you're quick, he's slow. Yeah, take he's him slow. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, I now have 100% have benefit to take him on yep. Yep. versus, oh, I need to make a kick here. Yep. All right. Uh, crow, the Crows infighting. See <laughs> this second year in a row. Uh, they've had an intra-club. Uh, so last it's year. It's Adelaide. You're lucky no knives are pulled. <laughs> <laughs> Last year it was it was Billy Frampton and Kyle Hardikin going at it. This one, you did you boys see the? I've footage? seen the video. Yeah, mm. saw the footage. Yeah. So essentially, Wayne Malera he uh, he trips Drake Kelly. He's he's tackled Kelly. Yeah, mm. they both get up. Malera, I think uh, did Kelly have the ball and he's handballed it on. He's released it. The ball was the ball was long gone. gone. Yeah, yeah, the ball was yeah. long gone. And then uh, so they've both sort of gotten up from the from the yeah. tackle on their and, way up. And J- Jake Kelly's just taken that first or second step to follow the footy, and you can see Wayne's 
deliberately put out his right foot. Yeah. Well, he, not even like put it out. He's kicked. Like he, he actually looks like he's kicked his legs out. He's flicked his legs. Took, like, it's a kick. Took his took his feet out. I don't know. In the moment, maybe you think, oh, it's a teammate. You know, who cares? Rah, rah, rah. Jake Kelly comes out fired up and there was well, a, a he, get, he gets up and, <laughs> and he's grabbing like he's a little bit of jump punch in his and n- niggly no it, there's nothing serious in it there yeah. wasn't big haymakers or yeah. anything they weren't throwing hands like no. reckless and, abandonment and yeah. there was the last few seconds of the intra club as well so uh, I think after the game there was there's photos of them you know yeah. you know having having a little cuddle and that yeah. but two it's years a, in a row you start thinking oh is it a crows thing is it uh, is it's, it is it a culture thing? Because preseason and you know training usually happens behind closed doors. Mm. Fighting is not uncommon in preseason. I think it's like especially we go, when we go back to the NFL. Yeah, if we pick the <laughs> NFL, there's a lot of fighting. There's yeah. a lot more blokes yeah. on a team, yes. but uh, even still, it's you know it's where you build chemistry. It's where you know you, you might not like an aspect of what this bloke does. Um, mm. Sometimes, yes, you need to get in his face, mm-hmm. um, throw hands. A little bit, you know, team separates you, but it builds co- chemistry. It builds camaraderie mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I've got this problem with you. Let's sort it out here and now mm-hmm. versus let's let it go through the season. So I'm mm-hmm. not too worried about it. Would not surprise me if Kelly has um, had an absolute blinder in this this club game and Wayne's just super frustrated. He's mm-hmm. been beaten mm-hmm. off the park mm-hmm. and he's just like, well, I'm just going to, you know, be a little bit of dick here. Maybe thought it was be funny and Kelly's just like, hey, don't keep my legs out. That's you've been an absolute cunt in this process. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, they're club mates, and you know, after the game, they've settled down and heat of the battle, that kind of sort of stuff. But yeah, I think uh, the big difference between this and you know the preseasons that I've played as an amateur loser footballer, uh, there's there's a lot of money. On the line, there's yeah. your reputation. Yeah. You want to constantly be. Well, you're fighting be, for a spot in this. Yeah, in this exactly. Game. It's not like you're playing with a bunch of blokes that you went to school with, and yeah. you know that you like, you know, always having beers with after the game and and whatever. It, it's it's a business. It's a competition. You're oh, exactly. constantly which, competing. Which what's which is what makes me think that maybe Wayne is frustrated in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's been beaten up and down the park in this game, and he's you know brain snap. Just yeah. done something stupid. Yeah. Um, I, I absolutely guarantee the coaches handed him his ass after this game and said, hey, you know, that's not on, that's not our culture. Yeah. yeah. Go apologize. Let's yeah. go make this right. Yeah. Because, yeah, they, you know, they've got a couple of cameras. They probably hope it didn't get out mm. with the understanding that, hey, maybe it does get out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's not a great look for the Crows who didn't do overly well last year. No, so. they were wooden spooners, were they not? Yes. yes they did win their last spooners. two games. Uh, so yeah. we've got Joe Root here. Um, yeah. Finish up the AFL. Let's let's talk about Root. So that's our AFL for the week. Um, well, there, there was. Do you want to cover Danny Floor? Oh uh, yes, let's cover this. Yeah, and it's a sad one. Um, and we've touched on it uh, here on the Esky before. So Danny Frawley um, obviously drew drove his car high speed. Yeah, took his own life. Um, it's it's suspected. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, not in the right frame of mind. No, can't can't be sure, but. Um, he was suffering from insomnia, depression, um, unmotivated, um, mental illness. Like, yeah, prior he's hit, he's hit the trifactor, unfortunately. Yeah, prior prior to his death, and um, so this was the, back in two thousand nineteen as well. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. So the coroner report became public, and it's a, a CTE diagnosis, mm. and 
Oh, well, what decade are the Frawley playing? 90s? 80s mostly. 80s, yeah. Yeah, yeah so 1984 through to 1995. Oh, yeah, both, both, yeah. both. Yeah. Not, I don't want to say it's not unsurprising, but <laughs> the wild, wild west of the 90s and 80s yeah, of, yeah, it was in a professional was, sport. Yeah, like you, you, watch, you watch footage from back then and it was it was rough as fuck. And yeah. not, not that these guys, you know, the guys playing these days won't be susceptible to some of this, but it's just it's just more and more of it coming out. And Yeah, well, I think <sighs> for a long time uh, across all sports, defence um, had, I don't want to say free reign, but a lot more leeway in the rules. A lot, and yeah. That, yeah. You know, in the last two decades, nearly all sports have tried to bring the rules back in. Like you can see. Yeah, the, make it safer. Like you can yeah. see the difference in soccer from where it was mm-hmm. to, you know, you know, Brazil at the World Cup, uh, allegedly. Not just Brazil, mate. <laughs> yeah. Everyone. Yeah, yeah, everyone taking dives like all of a sudden because they're just getting penalties. Like yeah. you can see the, the they, change. They, they try to protect people more and more. Exactly. And, and, it's it's and more maybe, offensive well, maybe, maybe that is a good thing. We don't need to go to the diving aspect of, of, Sorry, of sport. Poor, but, poor comparison. But, but nearly, nearly all sports gone offensive focus. Yeah. But po- pre- points bring in fans. Yes. Let's get scores. Let's protect, get that on. Protect the ball carrier. And, yeah, and protect mm. the premier players. Um, from long-term injuries because if they're not on the field, they're not technically making us money. Yes. Um, anyways. Yeah. But yeah, it's t- tangent aside. It's it's bloody sad and definitely it's something that we you know we've spoken about before. We hope there's, there's a lot of money and smart people looking into into this horrible um, disease yeah. and and trying to so, preve- trying to prevent it. Yeah. So I'm not sure who did you bring this up, James? Who was actually advocating that for? Um, so retired AFL players uh, to submit your brains for um, research, mm. uh, of course, after your passing. Because I don't think it was the leagues putting it out. I think someone, I can't remember who, but someone made the recommendation that hey, if, uh, as part of, you know, if you're going to be an organ donor, Mm. It's part of you know signing up to to that. Mm. Uh, say hey, I wanted my brain to be for uh, CTE or mm. for for research mm. in general. Uh, just so the more data, the more research points we can get. Maybe you know in a decade's time we can sort out all the concussions mm. to the point where we've got full treatment plans or prevention to the mm. point where it doesn't happen again. Well, I suppose the prevention is stop playing contact sport like it's 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 i don't know it's it's a well it's a bloody tricky one because we obviously we love the afl we love the nrl we love the nfl but the other thing is we love technology so it's whether yes can you marry the two is there something you know the the nfl of course how much different but it makes it it worse yes yeah Yeah. but there's, there's not to say that you can't also make it better mm. uh you know headgear could headgear also yeah. Uh, again, 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 I don't. I'm talking technology. We're, yeah. like, we're like a decade away, maybe more. Like more, I'd say. Can, can you can you do something that, yes, that from hey from an impact, you like even from small impacts, the brain banging in on on its skull. Mm. Um, can we minimize that long term damage mm. so this is not a problem? 
Well, well going back to headgear, I don't I know. I don't think that solves solves anything because well, because it's NFL is the perfect example yeah, of headgear. Like, yeah. well, headgear was brought in to because they had too many skull fractures, so that's why they yeah. brought it in. It's like, hey, everyone's getting fucking skull fractures. Skull fractures are bad. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get helmets. You know, the side leather helmets, and brought it in for more more detail helmets. Mm. Problem with the NFL is everyone started getting massive. Like the mm, players yep. got bigger and bigger, more weight behind it, more force. We're talking physics now, so. You know, the more yep. force behind it, helmets then became more of a weapon. Mm. But, of course, the core point of the helmet was focused on skull fractures, preventing skull fractures. Mm-hmm. Really fucking good at doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it's not great at is preventing concussions. concussions. Yeah. Which, which, is, which is the brain moving in the fluid yes. inside your yes. skull. And yes. Yeah. And and even little ones, like repeated hits. and like, Repeated little ones. So that's ones. what the yeah. research can say only in the last maybe five years. Mm. I'd spread it out, say, decade. But I think really in the last five years, it's been core that that research is focused on how do we use this technology? How can we use the helmets? Mm. So that's why, you know, the padding's changed from hard foam to gel mm. to, you know, how can we change the face mask so the face mask absorbs the impact? Yeah, they're, they're literally doing the same sort of science they do on car crash investing, mm. you know, mm-hmm. on crumple zones in cars. Mm. But how would you put that in helmets? Mm. Like mm. for the same thing. So how do we move that impact so it actually doesn't affect the brain mm. and the skull mm. that it's all absorbed in the helmet. Mm. So, you know, we're here. I'm hoping 10 years, 20 years. Yep. Same with cricket. Like they want to take the bouncer out. Fuck that. No. Like, let's work out how we can make helmets safer. Yeah. 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 Yep. Like, Hey, if, if you're worried about hitting jugglers in the neck, all right, let's, why, why aren't we wearing fucking NFL helmets in cricket? As yeah. an example, that's, yep. Yep. that covers more of your neck area yep. in the process. Like and, you, and you did see after the death of Phil Hughes, you know, the, that back little little flap uh, come in yeah. into the helmets. Yeah. And you hope the technology just keeps improving that we, can, we can keep the, the, think, grunt, the grunt. So and I think the that's the point, in, of, in, point in of what we're sports. trying to – The point. sorry, I had to talk over you. I think that's the point we're trying to get into the story is like the more guys that submit stuff to research, the more the people that want to be involved in research beforehand – the more, and I also, I don't want to say it's big business, but we want people in around sport that are trying to address these problems versus trying to sell merch mm. like jersey sales. It's like, hey, let's get invested in the science of sport mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we can better protect the athletes and we're better, you know, let's sell the, the greatest helmet of all time mm. to in cricket and then we can say, yeah, we're never going to have a fuel, fuel use incident again mm. because mm. we've just we've, we've got total prevention. So. Mm. Yeah. I think yeah, I think to that point it's it's a little bit of both. So you need to I suppose you need to understand what's causing it and maybe change your technique yeah. in terms of how you play the game. Rules help that as well. So first of like that process. And then look into like, all right, how can we manage this from a I guess a equipment perspective, like mm. headgear or mm. Yeah. 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 And so Yeah, and we were talking about young fellas before, like would you want to put your young fella into uh, like a high contact sport like this? Yeah, you you definitely have concern. Like we def we all played contact sports, so mm-hmm. we're probably um, in the uh, minority now. But it's not to say that our partners wouldn't be like, no, I don't want little Johnny playing yeah. contact sport because um, I've seen what happened to you three boys. Mm. <laughs> uh, we want a bright future for him. But like for me, I'd say like, hey, if you, I'm happy if you want to play rugby league or AFL. Mm. Uh, but let's go look at headgear down at um, mm. whatever. Actually, Sports Warehouse does I don't exist anymore. Uh, Rebel, I think. Yeah, Rebel, Rebel Sport. That's shout out Rebel. Let's go down to Rebel and have a look at what headgear we can get for you. Just because mm. you know that gives me a bit more confidence. And you might look shit. You're not cool like everyone else. Mm. Uh, but that's that's important because you know uh, unless you're 
long-term superstar, you're probably going to need that thing um, if you want to make it deep into, yeah. you know, past 70s in towards trying to get your century. Mm, mm. Like, that's what we want to aim for. Mm. And then you talk about, well, like, you know, well, if we don't go that avenue, what sports are we looking at? Um, you know, the individual sports, golf, tennis, non-contact things, uh, less contact things, soccer, which yep. more cardio. Mm-hmm. Um you know, then you probably go say maybe more AFL because they're trying to take a lot of the bumps out of it, more cardio based, and then you get into the hard contacts. Mm, mm. And you know, I, mm. I threw out car racing because they do invest shitloads in trying to protect. And it's people. getting a lot safer. It's a lot safer than it was compared to the, the again. Go back to noughties, very dangerous. <laughs> yeah, and before that, it was like yeah. you know a, a death a season type thing. Yes, exactly. Whereas now it's you know very rare. I think mm. they had one death in the last. Well, I'm talking F1. Mm. Uh, kind of comparison. I think they had only in their majors, they had one in like the last decade. Like mm. it's, you know, it's yes, there's crashes, yes, there's injuries. But you, you see, I remember Mark Webber, like he hit the back of a car and got 20 feet in the air, mm. flipped over, landed mm. on it, walked away, nothing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's, you know, that's, if you can apply that science that they've got in F1 and how they've protected the guys from when Senna, like, took, you know, had his big crash and of course passed away, the difference from there to yeah. here. Mm. Take that, apply to contact sports. But then again as well, that example with Weber, it's amazing and you see some of these crashes where you're just like, okay, they well, should be dead. Take and Grosjean at the end of last year, uh, like yep. his car split in half, fireball, walks away, burnt his hands a little bit, mm. yep. rest of him fine. But, so then, that, um, but then that impact, it, we're talking about CTE, 20 years down the track, 30 years down the track. True. You know, you've might, you might have saved their lives acutely, but then in the chronic... Long-term game, uh, you know, maybe that is doing massive damage. It's it's a pickle, isn't it? There's there's two things you got to be thankful for. I think one is that the people that are uh, a lot smarter than us that are that are researching this and and putting their time and and their lives into it, and two, the bloody warriors that go out there and and that play rugby league and and American football and. Yeah. I, you know, AFL and all these gladiator games, that, you know, and, and we get to sit around and watch and follow and yep. and criticise yep. and, and do whatever from, you know, from our lounge room. So, um, yeah, just got to be thankful for, for the, the scientists and yeah. the players and hopefully I, we just keep going in the right direction. Can I make one more comment? Mm. Uh, I want to call out commentary in this. Mm. I want to call out Gus Gould and, like, Paul Vaughan. Sorry to pick on you too, but mm. as great examples, um, you know, I don't want to say they complete fuckwits in this regard, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, tell me how it, you really feel. <laughs> it it doesn't uh, it doesn't help. I you know they always talk about the old boys, um, the glory days back in the day. Well, you know, someone ha- someone takes a head knock in a in a game and they're on commentary and they go, oh, I was like, oh, you know, if this is nice, you wouldn't go off. And he's like, hey, if he wants to come back on, like let's let him play, let the boys play, and all mm. that sort of stuff. And it's like. Or was it Patrick Mahomes in? Yeah, was it a playoff game? Yeah, yeah Andy yeah. Reid said the same Reed thing. Said, like, if this yeah. was ten years ago, he would have played. Like, mm. you're not helping the situation. Yeah, fuck that attitude off. Oh, exactly. Because yeah. the understanding is they're in a situation where they probably can't make the best decision for themselves. No, yeah. you have to take that decision out of their hands because mm-hmm. you're trying to protect them. Like, honestly, like it's yeah. um, the concussions and the amount uh, you try to. <laughs> Troy Aikman as an example when cross sports again you know he's he double digits if you know a lot of concussions and mm. lucky for Troy he's uh, more than enough coherent his commentary mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. great in that mm-hmm. regard mm. but edge case you know 
concussions and these guys getting the concussions uh, from you see the research, you see the history. It's not a good thing. No, and having no. commentary and you know, having the old boys on was like, oh, yeah, it doesn't help. Yeah, it doesn't help at all. It's just like instead of you see you guy get a head knock, you, instead of going, oh, he should be right or you know let him let him play on, let, let the boys play. He's just like get him off. Yeah. He's had a head knock. Get him off. Get yep. him assessed. And it, they, they should be pushing well, the agenda. As, yeah. as you mentioned before, the game's changed. Like guys yeah. are getting bigger, guys mm. are getting stronger, guys mm. are hitting harder. Mm. It's it's not the same as it was five years ago, ten years ago. No. Ten years and ago, and right. you take, take and someone like Boyd Collinger and um, James mm. Maloney, mm. who in the last two years both have had multiple concussions mm. throughout the year. Mm. Mm. It was like, yes, yes, they're probably good and they come back and they're healthy. But, you know, they get another concussion in the game and they're like, oh, he's got for 10 minutes. He's like, oh, I hope he comes back and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I'm the opposite. It's like, oh, he's had another concussion. Sit him the fuck down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want to be tough, play through a dislocated finger or... You yeah, know, if you it, break a bone, like, that's playable. F- yeah, through, like, it, and that's... Bones heal. Your brain doesn't. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So... Definitely yeah. something that I'm sure we'll be talking about yes. again on this podcast. Yeah. Be part of the solution, mm. not part of the problem. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think it's important to at least have the conversation, and hopefully, oh, um, as as sports lovers and um, and as as a society, you know, we, we move forward. Agreed. All right, going over to another gladiator sport. Should we cross international the ditch and yeah. talk about yeah. the NFL? Obviously, in the uh, you know few weeks post Super Bowl, few mm. player movements. I think we're. T- Three weeks, two no next two, two weeks, two weeks. Two, I think uh, two, two more half, full eight. weeks. Yeah, the end of this week and two more weeks before free agency starts. Mm-hmm. So a lot of teams well, gearing up for free agency. Yeah. So before we start, I guess following on our AFL chat for those who are continuously listening through our podcast, uh, Vinnie Jackson, his family. Don't know if we covered it last week, but his family's decided to donate his brain mm. to mm-hmm. CTE Research, mm-hmm. uh, Boston University. So mm. yeah, I don't again, think. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think anything more has come out from the sheriff on like a coroner. No, no whether no. they release that or not is another question. Uh, maybe his family would want to release that so it's out in the public mm-hmm. so people mm-hmm. can know, you know, what happened. Um, I, I'd be very infor- I think it'd be very unfortunate if he's had like a heart attack or a brain aneurysm or something like that, mm. where it's just freak and he, he's passed away. Mm. Um, yeah. I think I don't want to say it helps the situation, but it. You know, putting it out there again, be part of the solution, not the problem. Like, hey, yeah, maybe it was an overdose or something like that, suicide. Like, mm. let's be part of the positive that can come from this and let's get talking about it. Mm. Mm. Uh, thank you, James. Uh, I think finishing up from the last podcast, talking about NFL, uh, we talked about where Wentz would go, that he didn't want to go to mm. Bears, the Colts seemed more likely. I think we said Colts had offered. And you know, it was rumored, two, I think two, yeah, two, two seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but officially, Wentz got traded, I think, like eight hours after we did the podcast <laughs> uh, to the Colts uh, for a second round. And is it was, it was the second round conditional or was it a third that became a second? I can't remember. Uh, so I think the third round is locked, and then there's the second round, which is a conditional pick. It can become a first, first round pick if he plays yes. more than seventy five percent of yeah. the offensive snaps. Um, so if Which he you'd go, think uh, he'd probably he, do, unless he gets injured, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Unless he gets injured, I don't think um, Jacob's going to beat him out for that first job. I think they're thinking he's going to be their backup. Who's that? Uh, Jacoby uh, Brissett. Yeah, yeah Brissett. Yeah, yeah. You'd think Carson Wentz probably is a preferred starter there. Yes. Um, 
yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, we've spoken about the Colts before. They've got a, a brilliant defense. Uh, mm-hmm. Their off- offensive line is really good. I think this um, is a solid investment for yeah, them I think, too. I think so too. Carson obviously yeah. had... Uh, Keep your first round a, this year. And yeah, he had to Spend that on some maybe wide receiver talent. Yeah, yeah. there's somewhere they could improve for sure is, is wide receiver and maybe their secondary. Uh, I know their front seven is very good. Uh, so there's there's some ideas there. Uh I spoke about it last week. I said Carson Wentz obviously is coming off an absolute garbage season, but he went eleven and two three years ago. That year that they they went to the Super yeah. Bowl and, and won. We're hoping for a bounce then, back, and and, and then was injured the the year after that. So yeah, he's only had one really poor season. Would love to see him bounce back uh, there in Indianapolis. Uh, be really interesting to see how it goes there. Yeah, mm, mm. I'm thinking then. I'm going to say now, current team with Mets on it, not a playoff team. Big call. Are they? I think Ooh. I'll see how they draft. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So, so you're saying that I think they'll miss out. That a 41 year old Philip Rivers is better than a in his prime Carson Wentz. Then current current then current Carson current, current, Wentz. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. That's I think fa- he's, that's a fair shout. You're talking about a possible future Hall of Famer. Versus a guy that hasn't played well in two years. Okay. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's fair. Just made the connection as well. So Carson Wentz is connecting back up with Frank, Frank Reich. Reich. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. From back in those days. So, yep. I mean, very pivotal in Wentz's early performance and career. So Needs to fix him. Mm. Yeah. Mm. My tip is they do make the playoffs because Houston will be a hot pile of garbage. Uh, I think Jacksonville will be improved, but I don't think they'll be a playoff team. It'll just be a two-horse race there in the AFC South, mm. and uh, obviously the Titans and Colts were both able to make the playoffs this year, so I think they'll be thereabouts. Uh, other quarterback news, Sam Darnold, what's going on there? Uh, well, it sounds like the Jets are going to make him available, which not unsurprising. They've got the second pick, and they're probably picking quarterback, mm-hmm. um, whether that's Fields, Wilson, or Lance. Mm-hmm. Uh Assuming, assuming Trevor Lawrence is taken. Yeah, Lawrence is, I think, Lawrence is going one. Yep. Yeah, well, he's, a, he's a lock. Lawrence is going one. <laughs> he's a lock, yep. yeah. I don't think Jacksonville is going to do anything. They shouldn't do anything stupid. If they mm-hmm. do, uh, they should forever be the shit franchise they currently are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but it sounds like Donald will be available. I think he's 23 from memory, maybe going 24. Yeah, he's not, he's not old. He's yep. young, so he can still, he's still got his prime mm-hmm. ahead of him. Um, mm. Looks like Jets might be only looking for a second round uh, to take him on. So, yeah, he could be a rebuild project for someone, maybe like the Patriots. Yeah, I was just thinking maybe the Patriots might be a good fit. Yeah. Um, if anyone can. Because I don't think they're going to bring Cam back. Um, nah, uh, after the season. Cam, I think, came out during the week and said he's happy. I want to come back. Yeah, after, uh, after the season, Cam had. But I don't hi- think so. highly doubt that. Uh, if, if there's any team that can take a sort of mediocre-ish guy and turn him into a superstar, it's it's the Patriots with Bill Belichick. So, yeah, well, what are you saying about TB12? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was the 199th pick. <laughs> Sam Darnold was a number two overall pick. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, did you? He's number two, wasn't he, Sam Darnold? Yes. He, yeah, yes, yeah. he was. Yes, he was two. Mm. Did anyone see Cam Newton's no, Instagram three. this week? Three. Negative. Oh, well, he get, he getting, uh, you're talking about the camp that he ran? Yeah, the camp. So he's running a 
was, wouldn't have been a quarter, what is a quarterback camp? Uh, Cam, was some Cam, sort of Cam, Cam was running a football camp. Football camp. Let's go yeah. with that. Um, and and yeah, high schoolers. Yeah, these high schoolers, well, one high schooler in particular was giving him <laughs> shit about. Yeah, decided <laughs> to draw Cam. Yeah, yeah so four, like former MVP. 12 year old. Went to kid, a fucking Super Bowl. Gone, gone yeah. ham on Cam. Yeah. How did Cam take it? Uh, I was I like, he, was, he gave his fair share back. He yeah. did, he did. Um, He's like, yeah, put some respect on my name. Yeah, that's yeah, it. I that's think fair. Is that, like you say, MVP. Yeah. What yeah. less than less than four years ago? <laughs> five, five years five, ago, twenty fifteen. Yeah, um, yeah, that's bowled out of a out of a twelve year old yeah. kid. Went my, to the Super Bowl, like mind you, we don't mind shitting on guys when they're <laughs> out of form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, hey, he still scored twenty two touchdowns, I think, in total. Ten passing and what? twelve on the ground. Yeah, so. he had the most rushing. Uh, Touchdowns for a quarterback this season, so yeah, he's he's not done yet. Yeah, he's, he's got some ability. Whether hope a team picks him up. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he stays in New New England on yeah. like he's on a cheap yeah. deal at the moment as a backup mentor type thing. Yeah, exactly. As we speak, Joe Root is out. England five for fifty six. Uh, this test match. Yeah, they is. lost another one just before that as well. Um, Ashwin got one so far, and Patel's got. four. Four. She's a ten for in the match already for Akshar Patel. He's getting a little pat yeah. on the back. There. England. Uh, they lead by twenty three, so they are in deep doo doo here. And I hope whoever's making this pitch takes a good hard look at themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't mind test matches going longer than two and a bit days. Uh, some other quarterback news going back to the NFL. Uh, as folks comes out to the crease, mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy G, uh, John Lynch came out during the week and said, "I really believe." Uh, that Jimmy G will be the starter and he's yep. a GM. So yep. ho- mm. I don't think Lynch may be a pseudo GM over there, but mm-hmm. I think he gets some calls Yeah, <laughs> yep. uh, for that team. So it sounds like Jimmy G is probably staying. Yep. I'd say so. That they really like him when he's healthy. The caveat, of course, is when he's healthy. That's right. Uh, so hopefully he should bounce back this year. Hoping so. Uh, Kenny Golladay, what's the guy there, Sean? Well, he's... Number one receiver for the Lions, like he's yep, yep. talented, really good. Uh, I think the Lions are in trouble cap wise. They've just taken on Goff's massive contract, mm-hmm. um, which is a big number. Uh, the salary cap is minimum 180 mil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's, I can't remember if they're going to be a final decision on that. That's the minimum 180. Uh, max might be like 185, but mm-hmm. it's in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, that's. 20 to 15 mil less than it was last year. Mm-hmm. So guys are going to miss out. We talked about Robinson probably missing out with the Bears because he wants to get paid. Galloway probably looking to get paid as well because uh, I think his deal, it's, it's either up or it's got to like this year. Again, premier wide receiver, um, had top 10 kind of numbers. Uh Lions may want to get something for him, so it looks like he may be on the market for mm-hmm. possibly a second rounder, which is, I'd say, awesome value for Kenny. Like he's Packers again, another guy. Uh, you know, Robinson, you really Galloway. just want someone at the Packers. Yeah, don't you? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers needs a fucking rad. <laughs> <laughs> That's that said, I'd like the uh, the improvements out of MVS and Alan Lazard this year. So yes, we'll see. We'll see what happens yeah. there. Uh, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, yep. uh, he got engaged to Shailene Woodley. She, yeah. uh, I wasn't aware of her, but apparently she she's quite uh, not 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 famous actress, but uh, accomplished. 
Yes. 29-year-old uh, of Divergent, Big Little Lies fame. Yeah, Div- Divergent being, oh, why are we talking about movies? Being a bloody um, Hunter game, Hunger Games ripoff. Uh-huh. Did, a, did a whole trilogy. There's like yep. three or four movies of it. She's the lead, of course, in that. Okay. A um, bit of a, not a star, but, you know, bit of an up-and-comer. Yeah. I think she's done anything massive outside of that, but... Yeah, you, shit you, all over you can Woodley tell how many movies <laughs> shit we've watched. Yeah, well, with her in it, unfortunately. Um, no. Yeah. So, yeah, big news for Rogers. Uh, obviously. Uh, congratulations, probably in order. Yeah, we Winning MVP, getting engaged. Yeah, 37, 30, yeah. going on 38. Been so. a bit unlucky in love in the you past. went out with that um, race car driver, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, uh, Dan. Danica, uh, Danica Patrick. Patrick. Patrick or Patrick, that's a name. I think it's Danny Patrick, yeah. yeah. Um, Oliver Moon before that, another actress. Yep. Yep. I think he was engaged to her as well. So he's been a bit unlucky in love of late. Um, so I guess congrats, definitely in order, mm-hmm. being engaged. Uh, kept this very quiet, of course, Aaron Rodgers being a very private person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's only come out in a couple of weeks, but they said they've been engaged for quite a while. Yeah, revealed that um, on Jimmy Fallon, didn't Yeah, they? of course, both both been focusing on their careers a little bit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, trying to do a Super Bowl run <laughs> for Aaron mm-hmm. and uh, trying to make movies for Woodley. Mm-hmm. Uh, so congrats. Congrats, yeah. Yeah. Um, last little bit of NFL news, Mike Yupati, the big center uh, Massive center. 11, 11 years as Samoan, a pro. I think from memory. Yeah, American Samoan. And That's I'm going to get to a, that point in a second. Uh, he had four Pro Bowls with the 49ers, Cardinals, and Seahawks. He's an NFC West career man. Uh, American Samoa, population 47,000. It's like half of Tuggeranong, uh, where we're yep. broadcasting from here in the beautiful ACT. They've had 37 guys play in, uh, in the league. There's four currently. Uh, Demata Pico comes to mind. He's that big D tackle. Uh, he played for the Bengals for a long time. Played for them for a little bit. Yeah, he's at the Cards. cards the Cards been, now. I think he's probably 15 or 16 years deep at this point. Like yeah. He's been around a long time. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Michael Party, probably the most accomplished guy from American Samoa, but unbelievable that they've been able to produce that many guys make it into the league with that tiny, oh, yeah, tiny little population. A conversion rate. And again, you know, Samoans, you, you see it here in, in the rugby league, uh, you know, mm. tiny, tiny population compared to the rest of Australia. And I think I'd be, I'm having a stab here, but what do you reckon in the NRL these days is probably 40% Pacific Islander we, between, between, oh, I'd be up there. between Maoris, Samoans and Tongans. So uh, uh, unbelievable conversion rate uh, from from their population. Well, Obviously genetically very gifted, uh, Yeah, yeah t- tend to be very big, strong dudes. Yeah, you think of the NFL, like there's populations, what, 330, 350 mil at the moment? Oh, in, in America, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pro- yeah. there's 3,000 and something odd blokes playing NFL. Currently, yeah, currently. At, at any one time. Yeah, so from, you know, do that math and then you look at, you know, 47,000 and we've got 37 yeah. guys uh, in there. Like mm. it's um, – um, that's, um, that's impressive. Yeah, unbelievable. So an absolute breeding ground for NFL players. Uh, they're in America. Love their big boys. And Michael Party might be the most accomplished one. So congrats mm. on a stellar career. Yeah. Yep. So I think the only other kind of note out of this is, like we said, a bunch of teams are releasing and getting guys prepared. Um, I know Williams, the wide receiver from the Raiders, got released today. Had a 10 mil cap hit, so of course, you know, trying to clear uh, money 
uh, from him. I think he only had like 46 grabs in the 40s this year, so not a great stellar season for him. So probably be paid overs. But it looks like there'll be a lot of movement coming in a couple of weeks. Try and keep all on top of that on the Esky. Let's talk about this NBA and this uh, All-Stars team. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the All-Stars is probably the most important thing to talk about in the NBA at the moment because mm-hmm. uh, they've just announced uh, the list yep. for starters. You yeah, so, so the starters were named maybe three or four days ago and the reserves only named yesterday. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. In the East, uh, both these teams, unbelievable. Oh, stacked. Uh, so in the East, Bradley <laughs> Beal, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, the Greek Freak, and Joel Embiid. Up against the West, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, uh, LeBron James. Some guy called LeBron James. Kawhi Leonard <laughs> and Nikola Jokic. Uh, how, let's just look at those starters. How do you think they compare? Is there a clear favourite? I'd pick West. You like the West? Well, I think. Well, uh, yes, I like, no, I like the West. Yeah, LeBron, Curry, yeah. and Leonard, and then yeah. I got Jokic as centre. I'm like, ooh, that's pretty fucking good. I, I, let's let's try and break down each one. You take Steph over Bradley Beal, no, and Bradley, no disrespect to Bradley Beal, he's being unreal. He might be the highest uh, average point scorer at, in the league to date. Yeah, but Steph Curry, I, I think, probably taking Luca over over Kyrie. Sorry, yeah, I'm. Oh, this is tough, but I'm probably taking LeBron. Over, you got to take LeBron over, <laughs> over KD, and then let's call let's call the Greek Freak and Kawhi a scratch, and let's call Joel and Jokic a scratch. I think the starters maybe the West to uh, just have that edge, and I think as as well if you look at the records, uh, I think that the West teams are faring a lot better than the East teams, as has been the case over the last mm-hmm. few years. Let's mm-hmm. get into the reserves, and there's a few debutants uh, to note: Jalen Brown of the Celtics getting his first. Uh, mm-hmm. All-star gig. James Harden, pretty handy guy to have coming off the bench. Zach Levine, uh, also his first um, time, as well as Julius Randle from the Knicks. Uh, so congrats to them. Ben Simmons, uh, Jason Tatum, and Nikola uh, Vucevic yep. uh, coming off the bench there in the East. Uh, and then, again, comparing to the West, the, the, no disrespect against those guys, but this is there's some mm. stellar names here. Mm. Anthony Davis, we'll get to in a second. Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, Donovan Spider-Mitchell, CP3, and Zion Williamson getting his first gig. I think, yeah, for mine, just I like the I like the West, just that touch, yeah, touch, touch more depth there than yeah, than the agreed. East. Um, yep. So LeBron is third all time now in NBA All Star appearances. That mm-hmm. surprised me with seventeen. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had nineteen. So he had a 20-year career. He missed the All-Star game once in yeah. 1973. <laughs> so this is LeBron's 18th year, isn't it? So did he miss one somewhere? I believe, yeah, he might have missed one. Wow. And then Kobe Bryant uh, is second on that list with 18. The way LeBron's going, you'd say he at least equals Kobe. If he keeps playing, yeah. And probably equals Kareem, if not goes past Kareem. Yep. Um, were there any snubs? <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Trey Young, a few guys uh, came out. I think LeBron um, t- uh, tweeted about tra- – uh, no, sorry, Le- LeBron tweeted about Devin Booker, but a lot of guys did tweet about Trey. Yep. Uh, at the Hawks, he's averaging 27, uh, 4, and 10 assists a game. Uh, so really uh, a stellar point guard. You'd say, I suppose the argument is who would you have him ahead of? Yeah. Perhaps Jalen Brown, perhaps Jason Tatum. Uh 
one to consider there. And then I think uh, it was Kendrick Perkins that was tweeting, uh, saying about the disrespect to uh, DeMontis Sabinas, the big Lithuanian. He's, uh, he's averaging 22, 12 boards and six assists. He's playing 36 minutes a game, which is pretty unreal for a big man. Again, who do you have him ahead of? Maybe Vucevic. Mm. Yeah, possibly, possibly there. In the West, uh, we did have Devin Booker down uh, here as yep. a snub. Uh, LeBron tweeted saying uh, he's the most disrespected man in the league. He's averaging 25 points a game, four boards, four dimes. Uh, they're pretty much identical numbers to Donovan Mitchell and uh, much better numbers than uh, his son's teammate, CP3. Comes out that he's in and Anthony Davis is out. Uh, was that an injury thing? Did you catch that? Yeah. And, well, Macca mentioned it last week. Anthony Davis is managing his Achilles at the moment. Uh, so, okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'd say maybe that's part of that. He's looking for a bit of rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, of course, um, Davis out uh, and then they slot Booker straight in. So, mm-hmm. correcting. Un- un- unusual as well. Yeah. For, correcting the yeah, snub a little bit. Big, big, but, yeah. big man out and guard goes yeah. in. But uh, congratulations to Devin Booker and uh, <laughs> Charmorant. Uh, he, he, t- he tweeted himself uh, <laughs> saying, I think his tweet was, damn. Uh, his numbers, to be honest, uh, he's, 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 he's a great player and he definitely will be a future all-star. Uh, obviously, the rookie of the year last year, mm. only in his second year this year. Uh, he's averaging 19, 3 and 8 dimes. Those numbers probably just need to come up a touch and, and he'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so... We're talking about the Jazz. They yeah, were let's talk about some of the games that have just happened. On an unreal week. run. So the Clippers did break their nine-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since then, uh, they've bounced mm-hmm. back with wins against Charlotte and they smoked the the Lakers today. Uh, we keep speaking about this run that the Jazz are going on since January 7. They yep. started off the season about 500. Since then, they're 22-2. and two. So pretty pretty phenomenal. And, if they, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, yeah, you know, they've just – had favourable matchups and and this and that and Ravi Ashwin's just got uh, Ollie Pope there. So England's so they're six for sixty six. This this game is actually going to be over tonight. You'd think yep. two day test yep. match. Um, <laughs> That's fucked, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, so so yeah. Sorry, a, a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, the Lakers and Clippers will will be way better than the Jazz. It will be interesting. Uh, come playoff time, obviously still early days to see what happens there. But, yeah, the Jazz are going out and smoking teams like the Lakers, obviously without AD. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely going to be in that top three in the West uh, already and on an unbelievable run. Yeah, they're going to be playing playoffs, definitely. Oh, without a doubt. And, yeah, I think Lockham, Lockham as a top three yeah. side in the We've West. We've been talking so about their team, the their team ball and the way they've been playing. Yeah, that's right. They probably don't – like their, their biggest names are probably Gobert and, uh, and Spider, Spider Mitchell. But, yeah. yeah, you know, guys like Joe Ingles and and Jeremy Clarkson and, and the rest uh, contribute. And, and, yeah, it's really nice to see a team, um, you know, with no real one superstar – Playing some really good ball. Yeah. Uh, speaking of streaks, Cavaliers. This I had an eye on it last week. I didn't think it was uh, mentioned uh, worthy of a mention. Mm. They broke their a ten game losing streak today against the Rockets. They're falling a fourteenth in the East. They're twelve and twenty one. We're, we're talking about putting a line through the Pistons. Yeah. We're talking about yeah. putting a line through the Timberwolves last week. Scratch him. <laughs> scratch. I think we can scratch the Cavs. It's pretty hard to come back from that. Talking about 
another scratch with that. We said the Wizards put a line through them last week. Since then, well, well Macca, we should probably get stacking to Mackey. He was like, uh, the Wizards are doing nothing. Uh, he, he was talking about removing them from the league for that bad. <laughs> Re- relegating them to yeah. the uh, so obviously Bill and Russell Westbrook have heard heard Macker and gone fuck this bloke, well, it, <laughs> and they've now won five straight. It's working. It's, it's working. They did. They did lose today, but against the Clippers, so uh, yeah. reasonable opposition. But yeah, five straight, and and not just any any five teams in that. They they beat the Celtics. They beat the Nuggets. They beat the Lakers guess, in yeah. that run. Uh, Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook. That's like it's two of the premier uh, guards in the league. It seems they've probably hit. A bit of their form and a bit of chemistry of late, which yeah. has led to this run because they did start off very, very slowly, horribly. And yeah. you know, you know, you can see Bill was frustrated mm. um, carrying them like like yeah. big time source. Yeah. Sh- Russell sore really wasn't providing, you know, the the output they wanted, but yeah. he's now back up, averaging triple doubles. So yeah, yeah, uh, he's been killing. I think he now owns the triple double yeah, record well, for the Wizards. We so. mentioned we mentioned that last week um, how he was on track, and yeah, I, I think also um, James Harden now owns the triple double record for the Nets. Crazy, considering he's only just been there. <laughs> Macker, if you're listening, you'll be rolling in. He rolling loves his triple double stat. It's a bloody fake stat, you know. Winning's more important. Blah blah blah. But that I suppose they. Um, They've shown that they can be a reasonable side. What's their record there, Jim? Have you got the Wizards record? Wizards, yeah, so they're 11 18. 11 and 18, that's. that's well, five you, straight where they were. Yeah, you can work with that. Yeah. yeah. You can From work. From 6 to 18 to, you know, well, actually, no, they would have been 6 and 17, uh, and yeah. they've just won five straight. Yeah, they've so got 11 17, yeah. and then well, they just lost the game today. Yeah, yeah, we so did just say put a line through the Cavs at twelve and twenty one, which which is similar. But uh, at least the Wizards have got those big name guys. Yeah, they've got those two guys. Yeah, it's I think yeah, the the, can, the dramas with them. The dramas with them is their front court. So yeah. let's let's keep an eye on the Wizards and see how they go. Could they possibly scrape into the playoffs? Time will tell. Timberwolves, yeah, fired their uh, their head coach this week, Ryan Saunders. He wasn't there long. Uh, I think he became the head coach last year in about May. 33 years old. I need two years older than us uh, coaching in the NBA side. That's pretty incredible. Uh, there was a little bit of a, uh inside gig there from, from Daddy uh, Flip Saunders. Uh, he was head, head coach in 2014 and appointed uh, Ryan as an assistant. Uh, he's very young. I'm sure he'll um, still he'll pick up a job somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. He'll he'll have a bright future somewhere. T- Timberwolves very much struggling, and I think another one of the ones Macca wanted booted from the league. Um, <laughs> but who's yeah. he going to bring into the league? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, the Canberra Cannons, mate. <laughs> but of course, the Timberwolves have been struggling. They haven't had Towns for quite a while. He's back. I think he has, he has been back. Yeah. I think they've won a couple of games of late since they fired their head coach. So. They you know, they've definitely won one. Yeah. Uh, can we Firing your head coach is good for one win, so we know that. They're on a six-game losing streak at the moment. Uh, so they, yeah, don't ignore me then. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought they, I thought they won one right what after. Are they, what are they? When six, was the last time they won? 19? Uh, seven and twenty-six. Seven and twenty-six. Yes, they're, they're shit. Where do these games come from? So they're seven and twenty-six. So they've played thirty-three games. Uh, oh yeah, that's a yeah yeah. Better. So last they won was against the Raptors, 116 to 112. Yeah, was that on like Monday? Nah. Or was it last week? No, it was ages ago. Ages ago? Okay. Don't yeah, before don't that, um, they've beaten out Thunder, the Cavs, 
Pelicans. Pelicans. Uh, so no one good. They haven't been anyone no, good no, this year. No. Yeah, they'll they'll come last in the West, I think. Yeah. Uh, Another. Let's go to another team that we bagged that they weren't working mm-hmm. chemistry-wise. Mm-hmm. They've now gone on a seven-game winning streak. We should just know. keep bagging teams that we go for because <laughs> they always come good. Yeah. So let's get, keep getting stuck in the Dragons. Um, They're going to suck. They're going to come hard. <laughs> <laughs> get them on the spoon. Uh, but interesting for the Nets, I thought we, most of these games they've won has been without KD. So Harden and Irvin have taken um, – Irving have taken a bit mm-hmm. more of a role in mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. and leading leading the team around. So, oh, wonder what's going to be like when KD come, comes back in as a key formal part for this. I still think that they will be the best team in the East. Uh, obviously, the 76ers, uh, Celtics uh, might have something to say about that. But yeah, you talk about the big threes in basketball and you saw it with... LeBron, um, when he went to Miami, it's yep. it's only five guys on the court uh, at any one time. If you've got three of the premier league, premier guys in the league, um, I think you're going to do well. You know, locker room, the toxicity and whatever aside, I, I think if the talent's there, you guys, they're going to play well. So they're they're currently sitting second there, Jim, aren't they? Um, yep, behind the 76ers. Uh, are, are they? A uh, game behind? Sorry, so... They, did they, they beat the Sixers. No, they're, they're one game... Uh, sorry, half a game behind. Half a game behind the 76ers. Yeah. So that's that's wide open there. And then the, the uh, Bucks, Bucks are Bucks third. Bucks third, I, two games behind. I said Celtics before. Uh, fraud in slip obviously meant uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. The Celtics have been pretty ordinary. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think Brooklyn's a shout in the East. It's probably a two horse race between them, Philadelphia, maybe Milwaukee. Outside of that, I don't see like the Pacers or Hawks going that deep. Um, the last point I wanted to make uh, is I don't know if you guys saw these. The league, like everything, is getting soft. JJ <laughs> <laughs> Reddick had a foul called against him that he didn't quite agree with, and he literally. Underarmed the ball back. It was it was quick ish. Quick. How many ba- how many bounces? I it was rolling by the time I got to the ref. Okay. It was like he maybe went in the air for four or five meters, the, two couple bounces, and then rolled to the ref. Did the ref take a dive? No. It, <laughs> I don't know, like, did he, did he stop it with his foot? It like like it literally at worst might have grazed his foot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, ejected. <laughs> he, he got ejected, and he couldn't believe it. He's just going. He didn't push him or anything. No, I was like, I was rolling it back. I, maybe it was aggressive, it was but it's not quick. like it's not like he's picked it up and thrown it at his head or you know done a Jackie Moon and said, uh, "Fuck you, I hope your family dies." Uh, to to the to the ref, <laughs> shout out to Will Ferrell if you're listening. Uh, that was ridiculous. The, the Greek freak got called for taunting Carl um, Anthony Towns after a dunk, and the the taunt was yeah. dead set. This this would be horrible listening, but hopefully the the viewers can can see it. Was this was the taunt? Well, just looked at him. Just looked at him. He made eye contact. Yeah, no, a, a big you know a eye con- bit of a stare stare down. down. A stare. It was like, I, I got you. I got you, fam. In this one, that was it. A yeah. stare, uh, and, and it was a foul. It was like <laughs> like what is going on? This yeah. shit, like we're talking about some sports, you know, trying to protect players and and protecting players' health is one thing. Rolling a ball or staring at a person is not protecting, That's not a taunt. protecting anyone. So 
Yeah, that was that was the last uh, little thing I had to say about the NBA this week. We'll uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, obviously, the All-Star game coming up is March 7. Yep. So we should have an episode before that. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, starting to get uh, into the juicy end of the season there. Definitely. So back on LeBron James, the only game... So the only season he wasn't in the All-Stars team, I think, was his rookie season. <laughs> Jeez, that is nuts. Yeah. And, crazy. and, yeah, thinking about injuries as well, like just that... Having that, oh, he's been super consistent. Yeah, mm. yeah, like never, never looks after n- himself, of course. Yeah, oh, he's probably the best athlete on the planet. Like, uh, well, now he's definitely the most recognizable. Like, he's the Michael Jordan of this era. Yeah, it? yeah, but I'm, everyone knows yeah, about who he yeah, is. And, and you want to compare against, yeah, Ronaldo's and and Messi's, Messi's, and, but I'm talking about athleticism in in pure pure talent. Not even, not even talent. I'm just talking about for what he can do at his yeah, for, metrics. For, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, for, yes, it, yeah. for being able to jump, run, fit, strength, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Thirty-six years old. Yeah, like yeah. one of the best athletes uh, on the planet. Uh, I'm sure I'll get a lot of hate for that in the in the comments. <laughs> <but> <laughs> he's got I, another four years in. Let's yeah, be. probably the way. W- he's where's going. Coley on the list? <laughs> <laughs> Different games. <laughs> Where's Ravi Ashwini? <laughs> All right. Is that, that wrap up our NBA chat that for wrap, the week? That wraps up the NBA. Yeah. So before we get into this uh, big run through of uh, extra sports we just want to cover before we finish up, I think we should probably cover that um, Ravi Ashwin just took his 400th wicket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, England are now 68-7, I believe. From and, and look at that metric there. He's played 77 tests. So Harbhajan's on 417. He had 103 tests to get there. Yeah. Ravi Ashwin got the best average there at 25 out of any Indian. Uh, be, I'm not ruling it out, but he could catch Anil Kumble there on top of the list, but he definitely overtakes a few blokes in front of him there. Mm. Uh, so congrats there to Ravi Ashwin. Mm. Um, what's England's lead there now? 40-odd? 40-odd, yeah. It's... He's got a little bit of a problem though. That he's got um, Patel bowling next to him. He's already got four for it, and he's got ten in this in this innings. So. He's also played two tests. So. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, as in, like, hey, there's a young and up and comer. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how. That, I'm not saying now. I'm not saying this year. But you, you know, you always like to bring in new blood, uh, get the old timers out. <laughs> maybe in a year or two, so I maybe think, he cuts think, his run short. But. I think you're getting ahead of yourself there, Sean. Time will Agreed. tell. Time, time will tell indeed. But the the amount these two are both turning the ball here, no one else has bowled between, besides these two. And the Washington Sunda hasn't touched the ball. This <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> and it's it's complete. Yeah, it's right, utterly yeah. utterly turning at the moment. They're, yeah, they're both trying hunting down. They all, they each want a five first, so they're just fighting over it at this yeah. point. So Patel is four for thirty two. Ashwin's three for forty eight at the moment. Yeah, and. That's it. There's that's yeah. it. Boom, and that's Boomer it, yeah. and Sharma haven't touched it. Yeah, and every every other ball is either turning a mile, bouncing up, like or it's hitting pads. They're, every second ball could be a wicket at this point. It's craziness. It's crazy. What a great pitch for a day two. <laughs> um, Let's run through some other news and other sports. I, I was uh, thinking of calling it the final round, like yeah, a UFC yeah. type. Uh, you o- know. On Esky, final round. Quick. Yeah. Uh, cover a lot of sports, but try to keep everyone up to date. 
Yes. Sean, take it away with the supercars, please. Yeah, well, the first one, supercars, starts this week. The uh, first race is at Bathurst, the Bathurst 500, which I think is two races of 250 kilometres. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's on – I think both races are on Saturday, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll happen. That kicks it off. Uh, supercars, of course, back on seven. Uh, the home of supercars and all that bullshit, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting because they bought that instead of rugby. Um, so that will start – and the season will go on, I think, for six months. Like, it's a pretty long season mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but interesting to see that, hey, the supercars is going um, back at Bathurst. Bathurst 1000s, I think, is towards the end of the year. Uh, but I just wanted to mention it. That supercars, golf. Uh, what's been happening in the golf, baby? Uh, so, Max Homer won uh, the, the Genesis, Genesis Invitational, Invitational yeah. formerly known as the Los Angeles uh, Open. Uh, I think that's his fourth uh, tour win, but definitely the most prestigious and probably the most bank that he's made out of out of a uh, uh, tournament win. He um, he missed a really close putt on the 18th that could have sealed it. Yeah, um, but it was like got oh, it in the it, yeah under mm. under five foot. Uh, then he goes against Tony Finau in a playoff, wins that by a stroke. Poor Tony Finau, he just is an absolute bridesmaid. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> His, his last tour win and only tour win, I think, was Puerto Rico 2016, so going back five years. Mm. Since then, eight runner-ups, including three three losses in the playoffs, 21 times in the top five and 37 times in the top ten. Just a classic cl- cl- – oh, yeah. <laughs> classic case. <laughs> classic case of so close but so far – it's very consistent golf out of him. You love yeah. saying it. Just, just yeah. can't get that uh, that elusive second win. Uh, and then a bit of a sadder story slash crazy story. Yeah, really. we probably would have should have covered this a bit Real more detail, crazy. but we're in the back end of now. But yeah, yeah. And, and there's still a lot to come. Yeah, a lot of it, news still to happen, but yes. So take it away. The story, Tiger Woods uh, was involved in a high-speed crash. Mm-hmm. Um I think it was very much his own fault. I don't think anyone was involved in it. He's just lost control of his vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's rolled a few times. He's been – the front end of the car's crushed in. He's been trapped in the car. They had to use the jaws of life to get him out. Uh, he's gone through surgery. It sounds like he's had uh, compound fractures of nearly every major bone in his in his legs. Tib, tib and fib for sure. Ankle yeah. shattered. Shin as well. So uh, they've basically had to rebuild that his is, legs. That is a tib and fib. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, uh, so they've basically had to rebuild his legs at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Putting back together, the news from today was he's um, awake, recovery in hospital, um, doing all right, of course, but he's just had major surgeries on both his legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's talk about his career and uh, whether that's it for him. Of course, he's, I think, the oldest guy to win a Masters um, at 44, 45. No. Because I, I think Nichols was the only one that did it in his 40s as well, but he was you younger about, than yeah. Woods at that time. Okay. Because uh, it, it is pretty hard to win multiple yeah. rounds of golf when you get yeah, a bit I know, older. I know Jack Nicklaus won him pretty old. Uh, m- Monkey will chase that one up for I think us. his last Masters was 44 and Woods was 45. Definitely. From memory, but. One of, one of the greatest uh, 
comebacks in sporting history. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's not to say that, hey, you know, it's golf. He's probably got another 20 years in the sport, but uh, whether, you know, leg-wise... Uh, pretty devastating injury. He, he needs to be able to walk again. Let's start with that. Like, yeah, he, yeah. He, he needs his legs need to heal, need to come together. He needs to walk again before he even starts thinking about swinging clubs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, wish Tiger all the best. Um, yeah. You know, there's some talk about... Uh, you know why he was speeding. I think he was filming something at the time. He was coming. He was hosting an uh, event for the PGA. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think there was some filming involved with that. Um, he left there in a hurry. Um, the first guy, the first responders, um, didn't do any drug or alcohol tests because he was coherent mm-hmm. when they arrived. Mm. There was no uh, thought of that of either of those two things. Just seems like it's an accident. Um, very unfortunate. Very unfortunate kind of time of the year, mm. considering it's been only two years since Kobe um, and his accident. Was it two years or a year? Uh, last year, yeah. Last year, man. That's the, that the anniversary so long was a few ago. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, yeah, rough. Did you see the thing of Kobe? Um, I shouldn't segue from Tiger to Kobe, but um, some chat about getting Kobe uh, as, the, you know, the NBA logo changing out. I can't remember who the current – player is they have as the silhouette and changing it to Kobe's silhouette. It's Jordan, isn't it? No, it's not Jordan, I don't think. Or is it? Maybe it is Jordan. I'm pretty sure it's Jordan. It yeah. could be Jordan. Yeah, you could yeah. be right. But yeah, uh, just to reflect that, uh, you know, Kobe and Kobe's involvement mm, immortalise mm. him forever mm. uh, as the part of the NBA logo. Uh, cha- it looks like it changes pretty often. Yeah. Jerry West. There you go. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was the the, the Jordan logo. You're probably thinking it is, because it's the one where he's bouncing the ball. So yeah, chase that out for us, Jim. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's the one that Kobe is the one they're kind of saying they're like, hey, why don't we change it to this? Okay, make that the silhouette instead of the um, Jerry West, which is I'm assuming it's been Jerry West for a very long time, considering how old he is. Uh, it is the it is the silhouette of the guy dribbling. Because I think there's also a bit of, um, uh, you know, Jerry West, of course, being white fella, uh, backing it. You know, the the supports for uh, African American players make mm-hmm. them to the logo of the NBA, and like that middle one there, James, you've got of the, yeah, what that silhouette, it's like pretty much the same shit. Yeah, it is, it but it's it's current. You're making it current of where it is and what you know. Again, another Lakers player, another guy. Looks like he wore 44, mm. but you know, 24. Mm. Um, I think that's a fish, yeah. Why not? Also, it's a fucking logo. So. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know what the old whites are like, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Tiger was 43 and th- three months and 15 days when he won his last time he won. Yep. And Nicholas was 46, two months and 24 okay. days. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so, Nicholas was the older one. Yeah. Yep. But I think that, Tiger's... That, and that's just, that's just to win the Masters. Yes, that's a master. So, that's yep. what I'm talking yep. about. Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, some other sports, UFC, we'll run through this. Uh, the main fight from the weekend was Derek Lewis versus Curtis Blades. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blades was a heavy favourite in this, mm-hmm, being number two and Lewis being six, I think, in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Lewis lands an absolute bomb uppercut, flattens Blades, uh, you know, a few super necessary passes, punches afterwards. Herb Dean pulls him off, job's done, he wins. Um, for the bookies, I think it was the biggest upset for them since... Uh, Bisbane beat Luke Rockhold for the middleweight title. When was that? Uh, six years. No, nah, not that. Not that long. Three or four. 
Um, I don't even think it would be that. Yeah, it w- wasn't yeah. wasn't super long ago, but it was you know a big loss for the bookies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the worst one was probably Ronda and Hall, um, oh, Holly, Holly Holm. Yeah, but that yeah. of course was before Brisbane and Rockhold. Yeah, I rem- remember watching that, and Ronda was probably a dollar ten, mm-hmm. and Holly was f- five six bucks in that. Yeah, uh, you got to keep an eye out for the Pom twenty seven year old Tom Aspinall. Uh, defeated Andre Arlovsky, uh, obviously former uh, heavyweight champ, uh, via near uh, via rear naked choke. Uh, Arlovsky is forty two, so fifteen yeah, years getting, difference. Getting a bit on it. He did a bit of a run in the last couple of years, but mm. I think he's lost a few since then. Mm, mm. Um, susceptible anyway. to a bit of a knockout now. He's, he's been hit in the face a fair bit. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, what's going on with Valentina Shevchenko? Uh, officially been booked for a fight with Jessica Andrade for mm-hmm. UFC 261. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we know who 259, that's coming up. Not this weekend, but next. And mm-hmm. I think we'll cover this next week. Yeah, I think um, we'll have that for next week. Yeah, and Jessica Andrade, um, I think this is... No, she's come down in weight. So I think this is her first fight uh, for the title. Because she had the title, um, took it from Rose, but then lost it to... Actually, no, she's come up in weight. She mm. lost it to um, Zan, I think, who's now the oh, the Chinese the Chinese lady yeah, yeah. who's now the the champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's actually come out up and wait to fight Valentino, I think, from mm-hmm. memory. But yeah. it's it's good. Bullet's got a fight. Um, this is actually a pretty good fight for uh, the both of them. I think Bullet for me. I think she's the best female fighter. She pushed Nunes in their one fight. They should probably have another fight. Mm. Um, if that fight goes mm. five rounds. Shevchenko wins, mm-hmm. let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd very much like to see them have a fight. Let's keep rolling, uh, considering we're three hours ten and it is Five very very late here, especially for guys that have got to get to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, Champions League, there was f- uh, four legs uh, during the week. Uh, oh, sorry, that's just replay of Ravi Ashwin there, isn't it? Yes, yeah, replay. Uh, plum. Got, got uh, off. The away, uh, the, away, the away teams won all the legs, uh, which is interesting. Mm. So yeah, interesting. Bayern uh, that's be, big. beat Lazio 4-1 in uh, Rome. Can't imagine Lazio <laughs> come back from that no. when they have the return leg in Germany. This, this one's very interesting. Chelsea getting an away win mm. um, at Atletico Madrid. One zip. Uh, so when that goes back to Stanford Bridge, uh, that'll be a really interesting one. Obviously, Chelsea with the away goal and the win. be hard for Atletico to do it, but they're very good on paper, so that'll be one to watch. Uh, Man City put two on Borussia Mönchengladbach at Puskas Arena in Germany. You'd say they're through. And Real uh, getting the 1-0 win uh, against Atalanta. Uh, not a bad effort from, uh, you know, really a minnow club there yeah, against... Yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, the most successful Champions League side of all time. Yep. Uh, so take what home message, I guess, uh, out of those games. You'd think Bayern, City, Real all through, barring some kind of disaster, mm. and Chelsea, Atletico, uh, that leg in, at Stamford Bridge will be one to watch. Definitely. So Australian Open, I guess the, the finals happened over the weekend mm-hmm. uh, in between our podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um it's Bummer, we have to cover this pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Mm. Uh, Soka wins. Hers beats uh, Jennifer Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets her name wrong in the 
in the the presser. Did what, she really? Oh, well, really? not wrong. She she turns to Jennifer. What does she call it Tom. No, no. <laughs> she she turns to Jennifer and this and asks her, "What do you prefer to be called, Jennifer or Jenny?" Mm. And she goes, "Jenny." And she turns around and goes, "Jennifer was a great girl competition." Uh, the, okay, so but I think it's just a brain fade. It was just, just funny. Like, like she didn't know who she was. No, no, it no. was just okay, funny. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but completely dominant. Yep. Yeah, straight yep. sets win. Yeah, mm. uh, straight sets against Serena as well in the semi, wasn't yes. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Clearly working towards that number one. Um, so Ash Barty, look mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the men's side of it, uh, Djokovic, of course, wins his. Does straight sets again. Absolutely blows TM off the the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, not TM. Um, nah, Medvedev. 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 What am I doing? Yeah. Medvedev. Mm. Uh, in, we watched him play TM yeah, Friday night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Medvedev wins. Uh, well, Medvedev loses in this. Uh, straight sets to Jokic. Jokic now one behind Nadal, I think. Can you have a look at that? Is it twenty? Oh. Did he hit twenty, or is he one? He's on nineteen. He's one of the two. And he's he's get his cap. He's chasing them quickly. Um, he, you know, not not the our f- most favorite tennis player at the moment with the whole feud and all the stuff. Good to see him win. A- anti-vax vegan. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you lost me at anti. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Interesting that he played most of the tournament with a tear in his stomach. Yeah, he had mentioned that and then saying that it was bothering him. So mm. no no question uh, about his tennis ability. Uh, will obviously go down as one of the all-time greats. I just yeah. wanted to touch back on Naomi Osaka. Yeah. 23 years of age. Oh, so She's yeah. got four majors now. Yep. So two Australian Opens, two US Opens. Mm-hmm. And uh, a cool twenty million in prize money, if yeah. you don't mind. What's Serena at? Is she twenty four? Uh, so I think Margaret Court uh, is twenty four, and Serena's twenty three, and it, yeah. she had the opportunity to equal her here. That's right. That's and right. She's thirty nine years old. Serena still, you know, an elite tennis player. Two kids out. Uh, mm. You can tell she want she. Oh, uh, she's so hungry for that record. So yeah. I'm but sure. I'm, I'm saying it's like a. You know, twenty three. She's got four. Yeah, well, she's on track. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> she plays another sixteen years like Serena, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she well, if she picks up one a year. Then yeah, she's at twenty at that point. Yeah, so. it's very close uh, indeed. Um, yeah, and quite a likable tennis player, I think. Uh, yeah. Quite humble uh, in defeat. Uh, sorry, humble in in in, in victory, victory and gracious in defeat. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Um, so Federer and Nadal are both on 20. Djokovic is on 18. There you go. So you'd think Djokovic probably goes past both those blokes. He should catch them and go past them, but would you ever consider him the GOAT? Oh, that's a, that's a question for another, another podcast. <laughs> i tell you what, right now, from what I'm hearing, I don't know if I'd enjoy sitting down and have a beer with him. I'll put it that way. No. Absolutely not. Last point. Uh, thank you for anyone who's still uh, going through us on the long version of uh, mm-hmm. the broadcast. It's, it's not official yet, is it? But One horse race is what it's at at the moment. Okay. Yeah. 2032 Olympics looks like it's coming to Brisbane. It'll be the third time the Olympics uh, in Australia. Obviously, we have memories yeah. as yeah. kids. Uh, Sydney exactly. 2000. It's 30... Two years after the last Olympics here in Australia. Oh, don't say that. That makes yeah. you feel so old. Well, the other bit is by the time this comes around, we'll be in our 40s. And my uh, other point is... Uh, yeah, 42, yes. 43. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully by then, On Their Ski is a global uh, phenomenon. Yeah. So. Either that <laughs> or 
Either that or we're all cruising around in our dinghies because uh, the polar ice caps are melted. <laughs> and, and Greta, Greta's saying, I told you so, you bastards. You bastards. I want you and you didn't listen. And on that note... That'll wrap us up. For I think this that'll wrap us up. Yeah. Uh, Patel's just taken his fifth. He's got a Pfeiffer. So England 11 eight. in the match. England yeah. in all sorts. Yeah. Eight for eight. Leader 47. Two-game test match. Thanks uh, Thanks for that pitch. Um, the <laughs> Curators, the biggest stadium in the world, and they've come up with an absolute land field. You do realise they've got to play here next week too. <laughs> oh, hopefully they drop in. <laughs> Start preparing a, cat, a, a slab of concrete. And, and drop that in for next week because that deck is fucking garbage. Uh, yeah, it is terrible. Uh, next week, next week, yes, we'll cover how well they what happened in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to say it's going to be an Indian victory because it, pr- it should it should be, but you never know. England might just go straight through them. At would this love rate. to would love to see that. Yeah. But uh, we'll, night session. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens there. Uh, England poised to uh, wrap this up. Obviously, Australia and New Zealand to play a few more games. We'll have yep. some Sheffield Shield results. Yep. The NRL will be a week out. We should get stuck into a big preview of that. Yep. UFC 259 will be a week away. We'll have a mm-hmm. preview of that. And, yeah, try and keep on top of all the other sports news around the globe for the educated sports fans who listen to our podcast. Yep. What is your answer, Maggie? A little glimpse into the future. Ah, ah okay. Okay. All right. Very good. <laughs> we <laughs> will we'll talk about the, I guess, yeah, the wrap-up of the second innings mm. next week. And everything yep. else. Um, yeah, and everything yeah. else. Thank you all for listening this deep. Uh, if you like the videos, of course, subscribe. Oh, uh, we, and we have inst- uh, Instagram on the Esky. Yeah. Instagram, yep. uh, give that a follow. Obviously. On the Esky, everything. So yeah. Twitter as well. Just hit us up on socials. We're more than happy for comments. Uh, we love getting feedback. We yeah. love uh, getting picked up on knowledge of stats yep. that we may yep. have missed. Yep. If we say something that's that wrong, yep. yeah, comment, call us a bloody dickhead. Yeah, which is about um, 90% of it. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and thanks to those who have had uh, some nice positive feedback on our YouTube. Nearly 900 subscribers. Uh, so that's lovely to see that on YouTube. Yep. Um, we'll try and get Definitely. this Instagram rolling along as well. Excellent. All right. Thank you all. We'll Thank you, boys. We'll see you all next week. Cheers. Cheers. Catch you next yeah. week. Catch you. Bye. Bye. Bye.